Welcome to the Paper Dungeon Podcast. In today's episode, finally together again, Fate's Gambit takes time to speak to each other and their loved ones one last time before the final battle, sharing their hopes for after the fighting is over and reminiscing over how the journey began. Fate's Gambit is ready for the final battle. All this and more in this episode of the Paper Dungeon. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Paper Dungeon. As always, we are very excited to be streaming tonight. Drew juked us out three times, so we're all a little salty with him. Isn't that right, boys? Hey, Fair look, guys, I'm, I, think, I think after after over three years of D&D, me being the most consistent person, I'm willing to, I'm, ah. I deserve one day where I can juke you out once. Nope. You're competing with Aaron here, buddy. Wow. I'm no, we can start this now. We can start this right now. <laughs> I got some let's new sound effects. Let's start this episode with you guys fighting. <laughs> I agree. We'll square up. Yeah. Um, we do have a few quick announcements to get through before we get started. Drew, I don't I don't like you right now. You're going to go last. Grant, would you start us off? Yeah, I, I will end this stream. Do it. Do it. You won't. Bet. Technically, Welcome, I can do it. Welcome, gamers, to the Paper Dungeon. How's everybody feeling tonight? Today we are going to be playing Dungeons and Dragons. Not a surprise there. Your boy's got a new rug, a new shirt, a fancy glass for this special occasion. We're nearing the end of the campaign. If you're on YouTube, thank you for watching us. I appreciate that. If you're on podcasts, we appreciate you listening to us. And if you have Amazon Prime, you can subscribe for free on Twitch. It gives us free money, specifically $2.50, give or take, per um free sub and you have to refresh that so if you got prime let's get those primers in chat join us on monday night sometime thank you i feel like that was weak was that weak guys it How's started out strong it just ended a little weaker okay i don't know well, i think i, yeah, I, I think i'd rate it like a 7.5 well sorry normally like i assist with the hype i was so i was so busy watching drew file the eraser of a pencil I was, hope, I was hoping. I was hoping. I hope. I was hoping to distract one of you guys. <laughs> I'm like. I'm like. What? What? There could what? be kids watching, Drew. <laughs> Drew, you animal. Anyway, thanks yeah, for recovering. Thank you very that much, me, Grant. Guys. Aaron, you have our next announcement. I'm sorry. I feel like I just got mind blast. <laughs> Drew's been out here just like juking oh, left and right mentally. It's crazy. It's like he threw a flashbang at me. Hey guys, finally um, my machinations are are evolving. Oh gosh, what, what, uh, we have a website, uh, paperdungeon.com with a www at the front. It has a merch store where you can buy merch. Uh, that we should just add a picture of a filed eraser. I that was, I don't even know what's going on right now. Um, other than that, we also have a Discord. You should be in it. It's pretty cool. Who is a menace tonight? And that, that's that's about all I've got, honestly. Hey, I have something like, to add to that. I'm going to need a like, recovery yes, period. I mean, it could be a fun little exercise for you right now to see if our website is still up at the point you're listening to this. We'll see. It could be fun. A fun little experiment. How if you're listening to this in the future, then there... Yeah. I mean, the website's not you know, up, it could be under construction, probably. Hey, or there. it's under construction, you know. We're good. Quite, well, yeah. <laughs> I was like, Great. I was like, shoot, we should probably double check that. That would be really awesome. Drew is ready to go. I don't know. I what don't he's want to give there. Drew the floor. It's, it's Do it yourself. Anyway, fine, Drew. Do your thing. Whatever. Hey guys, 
Welcome to Pig Dungeon. If you like our content, check us out on Patreon. You can support us and get some cool content out of it. If you like our like content here on Twitch, you can check us out on social media, like Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Not Facebook, though. Don't go to the Facebook. Except for in-game, too. That was really great. I wish I could play and my sultry done. romance music. Drew's so bad our under that. Tom Cruise. <laughs> there you go, Drew. That was that's probably except the much ever. taller than actual Tom Cruise, and he doesn't run as weird. Well, and Drew hasn't broken actually his won an Oscar. And all that type of stuff. No, but but it's all about the pumpy arm run. <laughs> anyway, it's all on the thank shoulders. You so much for those announcements, Drew. With all that being said, let's go wait, ahead and start with wait, 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 wait. What's your problem? I I just have to point out that it's weird. We're getting close to the end in these intros. They're, you know, they're getting little getting nuggets. worse? Yeah. Well, yeah, but that's not what I was going to say. It's just, it feels weird to move on. I'm getting all nostalgic. Grant, I want you, while while the, the beautiful intro that Lydia animated for us is playing, I want you to think back on all the times that you've had playing on the paper dungeon. Yeah. Cause Grant's not coming back next, uh, next campaign. Drew roll the clip. Welcome to Nico Muris, a world of lost legend and forgotten lore. As the world still recovering from the decimation of the trial approaches the turn of the century, ancient evil returns with a lust for darkness and ruin. Follow us into a planar conspiracy as powers beyond your imagination plot the downfall of all that is right and good. Three years have passed since our heroes fought a war to reclaim a fallen land. Now, they must once again take up arms and write a new story, a tale of glory, fear, and fortune, as they make their way through the Paper Dungeon. There you go. So, in our previous episodes, our party has returned from the grave with a vengeance. Uh, after they died in the siege on their keep by uh, Rikorum, they were each visited by Lonantari, the mother goddess, where she uh, did small tests with them, granted them a boon, and sent them back to the material plane with quests for each of them to individually complete before reuniting to face Clovar. Cather, you were joined by a resurrected Kiamora and a resurrected Vizen to finish the battle with Rikorum and cut off Clovar's left hand. Abanthi, you joined Miriam Azima and Lorelai Adrian, two of the sacrifices, to uh, face Wisteria Vale and cut off Clovar's right hand, which you were successful at. And while that was going on, Edward, you joined Leshka and a resurrected Tarak to go get the last part of the rod, discover the temple where the six truth 
uh, is residing or one of the six tooths is residing and get the uh, Vestrusium blade um, from the dwarves. After you each completed your individual missions and were successful with each of your individual missions, you all slowly made your way back to uh, Gambit's Keep. No, I'm sorry. I, I have my two things switched. Before you went to Gambit's Keep, you were able to reveal to the world that not only were you alive, but that you were still fighting and that Clovar is not going to take over the world and that you guys were going to stop him. Right. Haven't they used those like fog, the hijacked orb marbles exactly, all around exactly. the world? You guys then returned to Gambit's Keep where you, all nine of you basically, uh, arrived along with a few other uh, friends. Um, you know, Volna, uh, uh, Lada, Julia Rain, lots of different people. Basically, anybody that you've ever considered a comrade and slash or spouse or friend or sibling or anything like that, just about every important NPC was here. You guys made battle plans. You discovered that now that Wisteria Vale is defeated, that Clovar would be moving forward with his plans within 24 to 48 hours, which didn't give you guys a lot of time to prepare. You know that he no longer cares about gathering the parts of the Rod of Seven Parts to control the Six Truths. He simply cares about releasing them and then figuring out what to do afterwards, or at least that's your understanding off of the information Wisteria Vale gave you. Knowing this, you know that he has four of the six sacrifices that he needs, so he can release four truths, and you happen to know which truths he's going to go to because each sacrifice is specific to a specific truth. This means that there would be people um, making their way to um, the Scarlet Wastes, making their way to the temple near in the country of Saladin, or the continent of Saladin, near the church, actually, um, there's one uh, up north. Um, I can't remember if it was in uh, Rivaluna or not. I think it was, if I remember correctly. But finally, there is one of those temples near Wisteria Vale. It's believed that Clovar would be heading to that one with Zood's Thrym. And you guys decided that each leader of these parties is going to take uh, command a battlement to each of these temples to stop them. And so you have people from uh, the Scholar's Guide, you have people from the Order of the Chosen, you have friends, comrades who are each going to each one of these, and the uh, members of Fate's Gambit are going to make their way to Wisteria Vale to stop Clovar. The plan is to leave within the next day or so uh, and make it there. But we left off with you guys hanging out, chatting, we're going to go ahead and say that it was the evening uh, of the day before when we left off. And so you guys each then went to bed. And with you guys now being in bed, we're going to talk about your boons. Well, I was going to ask if that's what I was going to ask about. Also, Because I've, I've been meaning to tell you them for the last two sessions, and it just has never really been an important thing to come up. It's true. Uh, for continuity's sake, I'd written down Eridora was the other place. Oh, yes, fear. thank you. I appreciate Yes, 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 yes. I can't believe I forgot that. That's the one temple that I've known about since the beginning of the campaign. Is that the one where... that That's the one where Cather and Melora met for the first time? No. No, no, no. no? Eridora is the tiny island. 
No, the one oh, that that's you right. Airdor is a tiny island. That's right. Yes, that's right. Could you forget about the, the tiny temple that you went to? Actually, island? doesn't have a sacrifice. It just had a piece of the rod. Ah, uh, I see. Not all of them have that. I and hope I... that Abenthe's epic boon is that he can make French bread appear with his mind. I want it. <laughs> that would be I a cool twentieth level boon. Uh, that would be amazing. We're looking for other like room. any Way type of French bread. Boonies. Like any type. Like, could you imagine someone's like, "I will slay you, Abenthe," and he's like, "Bigots!" And then like, <laughs> all right, <laughs> just appears and shields him. It would be distracting. At the yeah, least. exactly. Like, who would expect it? Rather. Oh, me first. Okay. As you go to bed, uh-huh. you feel tired. Yeah. You know, finally, like the fact that you are resurrected from the dead, fought a dragon, yeah. immediately made an important speech and traveled and did all this type of stuff. You feel tired, or at least you should feel tired. Oh. <gasps> You're not sure why, but somehow you seem to have an energy to you that is difficult to describe. It's difficult to really understand. But when you wake up in the morning, you got a little pep in your step, almost like a constant runner's high as you gain the boon of speed. Oh. Yo. So, your walking speed increases by 30 feet. Whoa. In addition, you can use a bonus action to take the dash or disengage action. Once you do so, you can't do so and get again until you finish short rest. Because Jupiter's in retrograde, and you're in <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's just the way that, that the world works. So yeah, Cather's, Cather's speed is now 60 feet. Nice. Which is coming handy That's... like four episodes ago when you're being tossed all over the keep. Uh-huh. That would have been handy the entire campaign. Well, yeah, but that's why it's an epic <laughs> boon. Nice. Come on, French bread. <laughs> Come on, croissant. Croissant. Especially effective against gluten-free individuals. Bro. And you have a very interesting dream. You're just hanging out, and I'm not going to really describe the details of the dream, but basically the gist of it is that you're kind of going over the machinations of the world, specifically with how the weave works. And something just kind of clicks, and all of a sudden you realize that you are not going to age anymore. Nailed it. We got there, baby. We got there. Abanthi receives the boon of immortality, which doesn't make him invincible or anything like that. It just means that he cannot, he stops aging entirely. (laughs) Cannot die of old age. Feel like a little bit of a a younger man. You wake up theoretically. And you also have a spring in your step. Not because of speed, but because instead of being a 45-year-old man who's not even all that old, you feel like you're 20 again. Boy. Yeah, absolutely. I've never made that noise before and I never will again. I love it. I probably will again. But, like, you could still get, like, terminally ill or something. Oh, yeah, you can still just, get sick. Can you die. can still get killed. You can still die. It's just that he stops aging. So as long okay. as he doesn't get murdered, he'll be fine. Okay. Respect, man. Good good work. Good work out there. Edward, you go to bed. And when you wake up, you feel heavier. Oh, man. Edward got Not fat. sluggish. <laughs> But almost like there's this aura to you, that there's something protecting you. And you gain the boon of invincibility. Hey. Hey. <laughs> what? Oh. What does that mean? 
when you take damage from any source, you can reduce the damage to zero. What? Once you use Bro. this boon, you can't use it again until you finish a short rest. Bro. Oh, we no, just... I, so it's like a one-time use per day. Sleep. <laughs> For short rest. Yeah, so For like you could technically rest. use it twice in a day because you like have a big combat in the morning, take a short rest, and then have a big combat in the afternoon. Then you'd be then you'd be good. But yeah, basically, and like you take, go for it. It's for magic and melee. It's of just like any it. source, dude. I'm just saying, if you took if you had the bard spell catnap every ten minutes, buddy. Oh, bro. Just like zonk out, wake up, tank a hundred damage, zonk out, wake up. Bro, Edward's about to be a zonker and a half, dude. Are you kidding me? She's gonna be like, whoa, 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 wait. before we get to the next fight, I just need to take a quick nap. Yeah, hold on. Yeah, it's like, wait, can we take a short break? Hear me <laughs> out. I know we're like just about pause, to pause, fight Clovar, but I need to. Like, I really could use a little bit of a nap. So, yeah, those are okay. your guys' boons. Nice. Those, along with the boons of Lon and Tari, and the fact that you're 20th level, hopefully should give you enough of an edge to actually have a chance against Clovar. We'll see. No, that is tactical advantage. Because I, mean, I didn't we won't, need it. We won't die, right? Bro, here's the thing. If there's ever a fight that I just can't hold back on, it's got to be the final fight, right? That's true. You Plus, Lanatari's got our backs. Try to hit me with a bunch of aging spells, please. <laughs> <laughs> have him be a ghost. And I'm just yeah, like, yeah, fight yeah. me. Bro, what are you gonna do? Look at like, that. What's gonna age. happen? How, how is it gonna work? About it. All right, yeah. we got fast, young, and virile. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> All right. Questions that? I'm. I got it. Drew, I feel like Drew. it's pretty straightforward. Let's see. There was there was one that I was debating with for Drew. Um, give me one more second. I'd love to hear. Is this book time? Welcome to part of the paper dungeon where the DM looks through the books he owns. Or I did it. Welcome to uh, the, the campaign. Earth compilation. I think it was. Boon of instant murder. I already have that. I think. Boon of I can't remember. Murder. I think what I was debating between was between giving Drew the boon of invincibility and the boon of speed. And then when I chose to do the boon of speed, because I was like, the invincibility is cool. Or maybe it was the boon of fortitude, where it's like, you just get a bunch of more hit points. Maybe that's what it was. I think that's what it was. I'm, I'm pretty on the same darn playing happy. Field as Tarek. I, uh, I figured Drew would like being able to run around more. I mean, and yeah, I yeah, like 60, 60 move speed. That's pretty helpful. It's very helpful. I'm scared about it, honestly. And so you can like, just like, never mind, I'm going to disengage. But sorry. Yeah, peace out. I, 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 I just gained a, I just gained one level or like I don't know like two levels in a row or whatever, whatever whatever level you get. Unfortunately, you can action. only do it once per short rest, but nonetheless, <laughs> I'm telling you, catnap. We need to pick it up. <laughs> so, you guys each wake up feeling younger, protected, faster, somehow feeling really good, having just come back from the dead and going and having a fight. What would you guys like to do? Wow. I've run a 5K marathon in, in 10 seconds. <laughs> Edward, Edward you, you get up. You go make some tea. And because half of the keep is destroyed, the central room, there's still the kitchen, but like there's just an open, exposed pile of rubble next to you. And it's kind of like the, the Captain America at the Washington Monument scene in, in 
the second movie where he's he's running around and he's doing laps and then there's Falcon and he's like on your left, you know, on your left, mm-hmm. like two seconds later. Granted, that's me. Where you're like making tea and he's done like seven laps in the time it's taking you to make tea. I'm Falcon, but I'm not running. He just keeps oh, passing me and telling now. me that I'm on his left, that he's on my left. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what do you do on the morning of a time that you're going to go and fight the like superpower that's ancient and risen from the dead and probably going to be a tyrant if they win? Like, what do you even do in that? Day? I know exactly. You what know I'd what like I mean? Do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> thanks for thanks for the intro, Grant. Um, I'm gonna I was tel- trying to teleport away. Oh, <laughs> okay. As, I, as he runs past, I, I go. Heather, I'll be right back. <laughs> Gotta talk to someone real quick. No, well, I don't think he did that quick. Uh, and then what I'll was that, Abathy? I didn't hear you. <laughs> I'm oh, gone. oh, he's gone. Abathy, where are you teleporting to? Uh, I'm gonna teleport to the to the mountain with uh, Talanash and Yorwick. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You teleport uh, onto their little rocky outcropping. Uh, it's not so early in the morning that you've caught them asleep. So Yorick is in his um, in his workshop, clanging away. Uh, you don't see Talanashta, um, but there are there is uh, a light on in the cabin. So you assume that that's her. Yeah, I'll stop by uh, stop by the workshop with Yorick first. Okay. I'll lean real cool against the door, the like door frame. <clears throat> Abenti. Yolwick. What can today? I do for you, friend? Uh, I, mainly, I just came by um, to kind of inform people of the situation. Um, I've been a bit absent as of late. I'm assuming that, uh, well, you know me, so I doubt that any either of you truly thought that I was dead. But I'm not. I lived. Well, kind of. Um, and, I'll, uh, I'll have you spare me the details. I'm sure that we'll talk about it eventually. Um, but also, I, I would like to apologize um, because I haven't exactly been in contact very well. Um, and, and I am sorry about that. Secondly, um, I, I need to ask a small favor. All right. That I, I'm just gonna see how you feel about it. So you know how way back when, um, we had talked about how we wanted Tamanashta to uh, see the drow and and kind of reconnect with her with her people in some regard, so at least so that she has, like, seen another drow. We had contacts in place within the Underdark to assist us with communication with the drow. Do we still have those? Um, Did they die? Are they I, gone? After, uh, Talanashta died. I, mm-hmm. I didn't really keep in touch with them a whole lot. So I'm not really aware. Well, uh, if you could, could you try to get in contact with them like today? 
um, and see if they'd be willing to just absolutely destroy a couple of in encampments of potential soldiers and wizards that threaten um, their capability of conquering the uh, material plane. I mean, I can send a, a message to the old channels. That That's all I'm asking. You know, I'm, um, I, I can do that, I guess. Yes, so uh, if you could do that. I know that I just show up and I'm like, hey, sorry, I'm not dead. Sorry, I haven't talked in like three days. Well, longer than three days. Um, hey, could you do this thing for me? And that's very rude. But we've got a fight to go to. Yeah, no, absolutely. Okay. Uh, and also, like, I, I'm, you know, I don't mean this to be offensive, but like, this is nothing new with you, so. Yeah, I, I, I am going to try to be a better man from now on. I, I, I'm, I really am, Norwick. I'm really going to try. I, right. I'm, I know I've said it before. But this time, I really, I, it's gonna happen. I'm. Yorick will walk over to you, kind of like look down at you, and then just put out his big meaty paw for a handshake. I like. I look forward to the new you. That's good. Is Talonost in the cabin? I think so. Okay. Um, if I die. I deserved it. Uh, I'm gonna go head to the cabin. Okay. I'm like, you you do not, hear Yorick just kind of chuckle to himself as he goes back to work after you say that. Yeah, but so you... I'll, I'll roll up to the cabin. Mm -hmm. Yorick, why are you knocking? You this is your house, like. Come on, and then she goes and she opens the door like in the middle of her sentence. Abenthi. Ananasta! She just totally punches you in the gut. The arms don't drop. And she'll just grab you. She'll give you a hug. Yes, my dear. I am so sorry. Not do that, please. I try to avoid death, death regularly. Yeah, um, well, you didn't do a good job this time. Uh, so. Hey, those are first people make mistakes. I, I, uh, uh, currently, I'm my KD ratio is incredible. <laughs> <laughs> um, I suppose that's true. But uh, so, yeah. like, how are you alive? Like, what? Well, it, well oh. I mean. If you really think that Abenthi Tripwitz would die that easily. They, they like, broadcasted your corpse being buried. Fake news. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm, I'm Abenthi Tripwitz. It's, it, it, everything was fine. Um, not a chance of, of anything possibly going wrong. Um, uh, I'm sorry. I should have prepared more for this, um, but I have some news. Okay. Um, mainly, uh, your wick is going to reach out to some old channels, and they were originally intended 
um, to help you uh, recon- make some form of contact uh, with the drow. Um, and so I know that you are entirely unprepared for this, but there's a definite chance that I may need you to speak to the drow because you're one of the few that they theoretically won't kill on sight. Um. Um. Oh, okay. Uh, basically, we've got to go deal with Clovar. But there's like six total places on the entire world that have bad things there. And we don't have the manpower to cover every single one very effectively. And so I'm hoping that the drow will be willing to take care of at least one of them. Um, okay. Um, do, do you have like a, a location for me to send them to? or Abanthi absolutely does. <laughs> DJ, Eric, you, just, you just pick one of them. That makes sense. And Abanthi um, would know makes sense. I mean, probably... Sense. I mean, probably Saludine, right? Well, no, they can just go to Eridoa. It connects to the Underdark already. That is true, actually. Eridoa is a good one. Yeah. yeah. That's like the most isolated place. There's nothing around it. So we'll send the drow to Eridoa. Great. There's a tiny uninhabited island that I would like to quickly become habited with drow. Oh, okay. Um, I, I can let them know that, yeah. If they show up and hopefully don't kill me. That, uh, I'm so sorry to put you in danger, my dear. Um, but no, I, I okay. trust like, your your I'm, capability. I'm yeah. Also, um, I sent you a hat. Uh, that's yours. I well, I mean, it's my hat, but you can please keep it. Um, it should assist with keeping you safe. Okay. Did she already get this hat? Or yeah, remember I dramatically left it drift from the roof. Oh yeah. yes. And that that hat has my uh, it's the one that he always wears, and it has a uh, a like a, a periaptive wound closure. That's the name of it. Oh, I see. Uh, yeah. So I think it looks quite good on me. Talnanashta, I don't think that there's anything that wouldn't. Um, you strike quite a figure, and by the way, it is a fantastic hat. So, um, fantastic hat for a fantastic girl. Thank you. I need to leave again. Um, I will be back. Um, I am going to a dangerous place, but I just, I'm not going to lie about that, and things could get pretty hairy. But, I'll be back. She, uh, she'll just kind of, she's like looking down at the floor before she'll just like reach on, kind of grab your hand lightly. And then look up at you. Don't die. And you better come back. Okay? I can't lose you again. Even upon failure, my dear, I I promise that if it gets to the point where I don't think that I would make it out, I will immediately abandon everyone else there. I don't know if that makes me feel better or not. I don't know if it makes me feel better either, but strangely, it's true. 
I should probably work on myself as a person as soon as this is all over. Hopefully there's a world for you to do that in. It's a world that you're in, so I can't just let it disappear. Okay. I'm not going to lose you again, and I promise you won't lose me. Um, besides, Cather's there. He's all fancy with the healing magic, so it'll be fine. Like Cather. Cather's a good guy. I know. Uh, careful. Hey, now. I know that he is an incredibly handsome, ripped man, but I don't want you getting any funny ideas. I know that he, he for some reason, it. likes to walk around oiled and shirtless 24-7, but it's a trap. And it's I, two traps, actually. I don't I don't think I'm trying to be a... a I mean, he a was a drow once. He, wait, what? He was drow once? He, ah, uh, look... I mean, he's he's a moon. You're both elves. I understand you're a, a young lady in the prime of her life. Um, you're out there. Abathy, you're looking. Abathy, you should stop talking. What? God? <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's a good advice. Um, I need to get back. I'm sure that Edward is out there doing something stupid. She's gonna hug you very tightly. Ooh. Excuse yes. me. Um. Uh. Yes, I will return the hug. Um, good luck. And and you the same. If you think at all that those drow are going to do anything unbecouth to you, get out of there. And you don't... Look, I recommend you take Yorick with you. But he's strong. If you can't take him with you, you don't have to. He can fend for himself. <laughs> Yorick would say the same. Okay. I'll probably take Yorick with me. All right. Uh, remember to eat your vegetables. Okay, um, all right, you can leave now. Bye. Remember, uh, wash behind your ears. Remember, we always. Do you really want potential? The last thing for you to say to me sky, is to like wash stars. behind my ears and brush my teeth. Um. Oh, that's good. I had forgotten about that one. Make sure you brush your teeth. Um. Of course, you probably won't have time for that because we'll be done. We'll be I'm done before the, the, the day door ends. Now. Good. Uh. Um. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. And then I'll, I'll teleport back to the camp. <laughs> Ooh, man, I don't understand why I was so terrified that whole time. Also, where did she learn to punch like that? Cather, did you teach Tom and Asta how to punch? I feel like I've been punched that way once before, and it was form perfect. When did you possibly teach her how to do that? You only saw her for like two days. Cather, you've been jogging for the last five minutes, and you're on lap like 40. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I, probably at some point during... Well, well, Abathy was gone. Cather finishes his his, his morning his morning jog, mm-hmm. and just kind of breathing heavy before walk walking over to Edward, and and getting some some breakfast. Because I- yeah, and Edward has already like he has like this fancy tray, and he it's like loaded with like a whole tea set. It's got like a plate of like eggs and pancakes are the equivalent at the time he is shirtless as he does in the morning pancakes have been around for like two thousand years it's flour water cooked over a hot surface yeah it's pretty easy edward can pull it off even though he's not much of a cook pack abs (laughs) some yeah he like drops some melted butter i mean you can tell he's toned 
You can <laughs> you can tell he's toned because he's been like training with Tarak again. Yeah. You know, he's worked, oh, yeah. worked off For the that past stuff. day. <laughs> fat, yeah. Dude, the um, Orcish workout regimen burns fat quick. Yeah, it's gnarly. <laughs> and you're in sand. It's like you know, P90X, it's... bro. Yeah. yeah. That's right. That's right. Well, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the but fact that every person our age knows what P90X is because every one of our parents was on it. We had it in my house. I remember like oh, having yeah. this before. Our parents set, did P90X. I don't think anybody ever did. I it. think I think our entire generation's parents did P90X. Yeah. Um. So Edward has this big tray, and Kimura will stretch. Um, of course. <sighs> is he is he also shirtless? Of course. Absolutely. Yeah, we just have to lay the ground rules here. For Catherine, the record. You know, for the record. With his dope two sleeves that he's got going on, the mountainscape yeah. on one, the tree on the other. Only sleeves. Bold fashion choice. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. It, <laughs> and they, right. they're they like finger gloves. They're the ones they're, that They're like the compression <laughs> sleeves. Arm long there. gloves. Yeah, yeah. For the record, Cather is wearing a shirt. Just saying. But it's like, he's like slick with sweat, Boring. so it's stuck uh, so You look like you must be so warm. It's let me, a white shirt. Let's, let's just take that off. You know, you look like you're just you're so warm from your it's run. It's like two sizes too small. Oh my gosh. This like strains the seams. <laughs> Apathy puts uh, on a layer. <laughs> Thanks for breakfast, Edward. Oh, I'm sorry. This isn't for any of you. I have oh. someone to tend to this morning. Oh, you do? Oh. I yes, guess my I'll wife. get started on breakfast. Hey, Tarak. Yes. You're shirtless am, and ready to cook in I the kitchen, I burst right? out of the rubble. <laughs> <laughs> You're and like I go, shirtless and ready to cook in the kitchen, right? I don't own a shirt. Great. Cather, take your shirt off. We gotta cook. <laughs> Is full plate mail acceptable? <laughs> and whenever the grease whenever the grease from the pans like like splatter and hit them you like they are like ah, oh, ah. as they like flex oh. their chest ah, <laughs> ah, <laughs> Katha just face palms and walks away I, and go, wow and go. that's hot Kiyomura would definitely like turn away from the stove Icarus. It's time to turn over. He flips a pancake. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. So Edward, nice. you made breakfast for someone? Yeah, for Sam. For <gasps> my for beloved. your wifey? Yeah. Woo! I mean he was he was the first one out of bed in mm -hmm. the morning. He woke up absolutely. early just to start preparing this. Um, mm -hmm. He made tea the way she likes. It's jasmine, which, you know, Edward likes, but he thinks is a little too delicate. So he did his best, um, even though it's not his favorite. He made jasmine for Sam. Mm -hmm. um, and wow, he gentleman. will make his way to their room, whatever Absolutely. that the semblance of their room is. Just yeah, your tower, is, of a room. Your, your tower is still alive for the yeah. most part. Uh, a little bit of like the very top of the towers been broken off but like the main living section is still there um and so you make your way into your room um it's so like open it like try to open it quietly and like back up slowly with the tray it's still yeah. dark in the room as sam is still clinging to the last little bit of sleep that she can rise and shut i'm just kidding um ah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> now edward will walk in um 
he'll do the sweet thing where he like sets the tray down next to the bed on Sam's side. And then he like gently wakes her up. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. you know, maybe he, I don't want to get too Come know, on, crazy. Grant. I'm ready for he the like, role play. Let's do it. Yeah. He like. Let's get on the bed, brush the hair away. Brushes. Yeah. Brushes her hair out of her face and says, good morning. And he's like, and good maybe morning. he's lit a candle or something. I don't oh, know. Oh, that smells so, nice. It's yeah, not a scented uh, candle. It's vanilla. It has she, vanilla bean in it. The hand that you use to pull uh, hair out of her face, she'll like slowly grab it and just kind of like pull you onto the bed a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's Talk all about sweet. Breakfast and tender. in bed, god dang. Oh my gosh. Shut up, Aaron. Edward, Edward like, is like looking so, over at the bed tray, like nodding to it. As if he's like, she's, she hasn't even opened her eyes yet. She's still, she's completely like just trying as much as she can to like not have to wake up, but also like get you to cuddle with her. But yeah. eventually like she notices the fact that you're like, kind of like not cuddling with her. And so she'll open her eyes. And then Edward will say, it smells like pancakes. And he looks at the tray. Oh my goodness. Oh, did you make that? <laughs> That's so sweet of you cheesiest thing you ever well, said well look is it is it good or or is it just i sweet? you know i've never made pancakes before except for one time when i helped in the kitchen with the boys were you shirtless and i think i saw art of this i was there was a painting yeah it? it's been going around um <laughs> it's, it's in the secret so I, you know, I did my best galleries and i made eggs and I made jasmine tea, your favorite. And here's here's what I'm thinking. We haven't had a normal day together. We've spent time together. We've uh, gotten married, but we haven't been together. And so, that's my gift to you today is a normal day we can have breakfast in bed we can stroll we can do whatever you wish and pretend like we're not at the cusp of the end of the world for once <laughs> just just in case you know after it's it's not you know we're not we're not gonna talk about that that sounds great. Yeah, let's do it. Um, and she'll sit up and wrap the sheet around her because, <clears throat> you know. Oh, okay. That was. That and was then she'll go over and she'll. That was a hundred percent unnecessary. Hey, hey no. yeah. let's go. <laughs> Before she'll go over and she'll start with breakfast. Okay. Um, from here on out, mm -hmm. like Edward and. Sam. I almost forgot her name. Wow. Worst husband uh, ever. Wow. Edward and Sam, his, the love of his life, they will spend a semblance of the day. Like, eventually, Edward will have to make goodbyes and stuff, but mm -hmm. they're essentially just going to enjoy their company, and what? it's going to be light, and it's going to be fun, and it's not going to be about anything existential. Um, and so I don't think we need to role play 
any of that per se, but that's how he chooses to spend at least like the majority of the first part of the day with Sam. I mean, absolutely, yeah. You guys at least spend the whole morning together. You have breakfast, you read together, uh, enjoy tea, we go just on a talk, walk chat. on the cliffside. You go by down by the beach, you know, where you're holding each other's sandals. It's very romantic. Yes, very romantic. While this is going on, Cather, mm-hmm. what, what are you doing in the morning? Um, I can go for a run. <laughs> well, after the run, uh, he'll he'll get changed out of his sweaty clothes, um, mm-hmm. and and get and get a breakfast, some some something. Catherine, I made pancakes, and they're definitely burnt. <laughs> Thank you, Kimura. Thank you. And sorry, they're a little they're a little got a little Cajun seasoning on them. Uh huh. That's I, fine. The, I, the I burning that. adds flavor. That's right. Uh huh. And uh, after that, he'll just kind of—I mean—he'll—he'll he'll put on his armor and, and and his his full gear and equipment, um, and just kind of like do a light patrol around the area. Um, I assume there's still some people like camped around the keep, since obviously the camp, the keep itself is half destroyed anyway. Half of the keep's destroyed, but yeah, there's a few people that are beginning to pack up as they're going to make their way to leave today. Um, you know, there are several people that are being sent out today. Um, you do see that like Vizen and, um, Vizen and Volna are sharing a tent. It's very interesting. Um, so you do see like, there's that tent. There's obviously like Lada's tent and, uh, Kat, uh Edwards, um, not Edwards mother. Well, there's a few other tents around. Absolutely, mm-hmm. Leshka's tent, whole nine yards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll just kind of walk around uh, and just kind of some between some of the tents and just kind of reminisce a little bit and just kind of think about the first time that they came to, you know, Katin, you know, all those years ago, and just, you know, the whole journey that it has taken to get to this point where they are gearing up for the final battle. Um before eventually after a little bit of time has passed and and kind of the most everyone has kind of gotten going with their morning and 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 is making you know is packing up he will uh make his way over to vizen and volna wherever they mm-hmm. are yeah they're still in their tent approach um you approach the tent there's clearly like people do like not doing things that sounds bad but there are people that are working up. on anything yeah, there are clearly people up and going about their morning, so on and so forth. Right. Uh, he'll just kind of walk over and and just kind of uh, open open the flap of the tent and just say, knock, knock. Is everyone alive in here? Katha, good morning. Good morning. Uh, how are you? Um, I'm well. That's that's good. Is Vizen, is Vizen still in the tent? Yeah, Vizen's just like lounging on the bed. <laughs> I see uh, you're still morning, not a morning person. Um, I don't know. The whole like being dead and then coming back thing really makes it so I don't really want to wake up. You know, I, I think that's the thing. Uh huh. Uh huh. What can I do for you? Well, I was just. Uh, it's. Uh, you're going soft on me, aren't you? I am. I've always been the softie. You, you've known this. Aaron Clubrad. Um, I looked at Grant. That was my big mistake. <laughs> I, uh, 
I don't know, it's just... It's very strange, you know? We've worked so hard to get to the point that we're at now, and it just feels... surreal, you know? And, and for you to be here again, and, and to be with Volna again... I don't know, I don't... I don't quite know how to feel about all of it, you know, the end. Well, let's hope that it's not the end. That maybe it's the beginning of some actual peace in our lives. That would be nice. I agree. I think it's well-deserved. Yes, we've certainly worked a lot for it. Um, Volna, um, yes. I know you probably don't want to hear this from me. Um, are you about to tell me something I don't want to hear? Because I, I don't know if I want to hear it then. I'll do my best to come back. I promise. You know, that was not something I wanted to hear. You know, I'm going to be honest. Um, and you would have been upset with me if I didn't say it after I left. So, well, yeah, you big dummy. Of course, I would have been upset, but like, that doesn't make me want to hear this anymore. And she's just going to go over and just kind of pull you into a hug. Yeah, I'll, I'll return the hug and just. When are you guys leaving? Are you leaving tonight or tomorrow morning or? Probably tonight. I mean, time is of the essence and. The longer we wait, the more chance the world ends, so. Yeah, definitely. And I have to go get moon elves together, so. Yes. I don't have a lot of time to wait anyway. Yes. Um, if, if something happens, just, uh, here, uh, take this. And Cather will give Volna, uh, a sending stone. Um, if anything happens or you feel like you need to get in contact with the rest of us just let me let me know um, okay yeah that's actually probably a really good idea something I thought about we should all have um, some sort of way of contacting each other so that if anything goes wrong like we can update everybody as as it's going yeah hopefully um, once I have a chance to sit down with the others we can kind of fully organize what the plan is and, and have a solid idea of what the approach will be, but hopefully we can gather enough allies quickly enough to to uh, do something. Um, and he'll just kind of sit there quietly for a while and just kind of hold her tight before just kind of resting his forehead to hers. Mm-hmm. I love you so very much, Falna. And you have been the biggest blessing in my life. Thank you for being the best big sister I could ask for. I love you too. I'm so happy that you came into my life. And I'm so happy and proud of who you've become. So, go win, come back, and 
guess keep being my brother. Alright? Yes. Yes. And uh, he'll let go before turning to Bison and kind of pulling... At this point, he's gotten up and slightly gotten dressed. He's been, like, it's kind of been funny because you guys have been having this, like, really nice, intimate moment. And then he's just been, like, kind of, like, quietly getting dressed in the corner and, like, putting armor on and trying not to make noise. Right. Uh, So you, you, like, turn to him and he's, like, in the middle, like, putting up a race and he's like... uh, Yeah, yeah, you're fine. Yeah, thank you, Tyson. Um, He'll... And Catherine will walk over and just kind of put an arm around him and and pull him in close and kind of again like rest just rest his forehead against Vizen's. You know, you're doing the whole like horned elf thing. I think Kiamor is taking too much of a of an impact on you. Well what can I say? He's a pretty good influence. I suppose that's true. He seems like a good guy when the right player is playing him. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> what, what players? What are you talking about? I don't know. I don't know. He was just kind of after he came back. He was just a little weird. I mean, yeah. I don't know. It was, it was kind of. I was. I don't know. It was kind of. It was kind of cute though. You know. It's kind of like. Oh, a, you. Who's he to talk? He had an accent when he came back. <laughs> <laughs> Be safe, and keep her safe. That was my mission in life. Now that I'm back, it's still my mission. Good. For as long as I'm here. And uh, Catherine will pull away. Well, uh, good luck to both of you. And uh, I'll see you both on the other side of this. Absolutely. Before you go to leave, Volna says, "Could I? Can we go for a little walk real quick? Actually, before you leave." Uh, yeah, of course. You guys duck out of the tent. Uh, Sibling time. Let's go. Uh, and she kind of starts walking, kind of out towards the beach, towards the cliff that leads down to the beach. They see uh, before, Edward and Volna walking by the beach. You mean, Edward, you mean Edward, Edward and Sam? Sam. Yeah. Wow, Grant. Um, like Ross and Rachel esque bad man. Like, come on. Uh, sorry, but don't worry, we can't hear you guys. So. Oh my god. Well, no, you guys are like fifty feet down lower by the beach and all this type of stuff. Anyway. Yeah. Sorry for killing the moment. <laughs> <laughs> just, just focus, focus, Percy. Can I ask you a question real quick? Uh, yeah, of course. What is it? Okay, like as a neutral third party who's close friends with both of them, is it weird that I stayed with Faison last night? Even though, like, Hmm. Kiyomori and I are kind of Flirt, flirting with each other. Yeah. You know, like I know that Vizen's not around 
for very long. So I didn't want to lose my chance to be with him again for while I could, but I don't know if that's fair to Kiyomura. Well, but I also still very much care about Kiyomura and I'm scared about him too. I guess I, uh, I understand what you mean. Um, in my own way, it's very different though. Um, I think the two of you deserved one night of happiness since you were robbed of that. And to be honest, I don't... Even though I do know Kiyomura fancies you, I also know that he still very much loves Wisteria Vale and cares for her. Even he's not ready to be... be in that kind of relationship yet. So no, I, I don't think you did anything wrong. That's good. Okay. I think he'd understand too. We're both... I think we're both a little broken because of all of this. So... Yeah. Okay, well... um. It's just what I wanted to ask you about. Um, so yeah, tell Kiyomura that I tell him not to die and that he better come back <laughs> and that I'm excited to see him when he's back. Actually, speaking of, of that, how do you feel about Kiyomura possibly becoming the final sacrifice? Um, well, it's not really something I've thought a lot about, um, you know, like I have absolutely no authority over his life or any of the choices that he makes. So my opinion probably doesn't really matter. Um, I think he's certainly qualified. I think he's has a really good heart and would make a good candidate. He's capable, he's powerful, he's he's got his heart in the right place. So I think he he makes a really good candidate for it. But I wouldn't really wish that on anybody. So I don't know, you know. Um, I don't think it really is something for me to have an opinion on. Yeah, I suppose that's fair. I don't know, I just... I feel conflicted about, feel it. about it. You don't like it? You don't like it because you can't do it. <laughs> no. I don't... I mean... While I am more than willing to do it, I'm not all that eager to... do it myself. But I suppose I'm even less eager for him to do it just because 
Kimura is a good man. And he deserves to get to spend the rest of his life with somebody that he loves and not just go through the pain of losing people over and over again. He views this as his chance to finally prove himself. Which perhaps it is, but... The reality is he's already proven himself. And... At least in my mind, for him to... Hold on to this idea of being a martyr... Is his way of proving that he's worthy of something. I just... I don't think it's the right way for him to think. But you're right, it's also his choice to make, ultimately. Yeah, it's it's also really interesting because you know, the the title of sacrifice is both entirely accurate and also very misleading, I think. But maybe that just depends on the person, right? There are some people who they wouldn't view any of the benefits of this as something sacrificial, you know. Um, you know, like like Lorelai. She, uh, from what I understanding of her, is that she did it entirely to live forever, um, but also. There's other sacrifices that I've heard of. Um, what was his name? Oscorus, who became a drunkard because of it. So I don't know. I don't know how to feel about it. Yeah. Well, I suppose we'll uh, have to cross that bridge when we get there. Since it doesn't matter if we can't stop Clovar. Yeah, I suppose that's true. And like... As long as Zood's ends up dead, and his truth ends up dead, then... Then we're fine. We don't have to worry about it. It doesn't really matter. I guess, yeah. Just depends on how it all shakes out. Yeah. Obviously, do your best, and and let Kiamor make his own choices. Don't take it upon yourself to stop him if it comes down to it, or make it your job to make sure it doesn't come to it. You don't need that on your shoulders already. You're right. You can't solve everybody's problems. So how about you just save the world and be satisfied with that, okay? I'll try. Alright. Maybe, no, maybe you need to be there with us just to hold me back. I I would say, hey, Katha, you should not do that, and then you'd probably still go do whatever it is you're going to do. I don't know. Because I physically can't but, stop you. But you've also point. you've also given me, like, that, that, that glare, you know? You know, you know the one, like... Like the don't do that glare, that's a stupid idea. Like the one that you used to give so many stupid ideas. The one that you used to give to me and Vizen back in the day, like when we were well, about yeah, to like jump you guys off a cliff into an ocean. To trouble. 
Yeah. Yeah, and that's how Weizen broke his ankle the first time. Like, come on. The first time. I mean, but he had a great time. Until I had to help carry him home. Well, we both. Yeah, that, whatever. But... You guys do whatever you want. I don't care. Never mind. I do care. I, I can't say that right now. I do care. I love you. Anyway, I'm going to go now. Yeah. As she walks away, he'll just, Catherine will just kind of stand and, and kind of watch her walk away for a moment before turning back and looking down at the beach and seeing Edward this and point, Sam. Yeah. Edward and Sam are like giggling and like splashing each other with some water and all this other stuff. Being very cutesy. Yeah, it's it's adorable. It's painfully it, cute, Catherine. It's gross. disgustingly <laughs> adorable. Yeah, it's, it's just <laughs> absolutely. It's just, one of those things where like you, you love Edward, it when you're the one doing it, but if you watch somebody else do it, you go, "Man, that." You hear sucks. Edward calling Sam Pookie of all things. <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally, you're standing there looking oh, down, and you gosh. don't even notice it. But Abanthe has has been standing next to you for like ten seconds, and he just goes, "This is hard to watch." My, <laughs> oh my goodness, Abanthe. My Sammy Whammy, stuff like that. When did you get oh, there? When, when, how long here. have you been standing Edward next to me? Name I was right behind you and Volna. She said goodbye as she left. Okay, right. I haven't been following you. It's just a coincidence. Okay, where did you go off to? I had to go talk to Yorwick and Talanosh to um, put some plans in play, uh, see if they could reach out to some old... Um, contacts and uh, maybe get the drow to deal with Eridora. Um, oh, oh, all right. That's a, that's not a bad idea at all, actually. Yeah, well, hopefully it doesn't go badly. I'm sure that it could have zero terrible repercussions in the future. I um, uh, I'd give it like a like a fifty. Like a fi fifty, fifty. I think fifty is yeah. Fifty is maybe a little generous, but uh, uh, yeah. I um, mean. It just depends on how many of the drow are left afterwards. Yeah, that's true. Because um, if there's only a couple of them, then they're just going to go back. Yeah. Do you happen to know... Um, uh, are any of the Chosen still around? Or did they leave while I was gone? No, they're all gone? I, I think... God's shaking his head, no. Mo most everyone... Last night. Yeah, most uh, everyone, I think, is, is packed up at this point. Is there um, anyone the... that I could requisition some resources from? What kind of resources I do mean, you need? Theoretically, Edward's like, the leader. I'm wait, a part of the chosen. I mean, I mean, well, Lester's still around if you need something, has, perhaps from the Scholar's Guide. Uh, I mean, he might be a good, yeah, a good case for. Or he I mean, I know to, like sending stone to the. Yeah, I also too, know, know. Lester. Yeah. It kind of seemed that he was willing to kind of do whatever was needed to, if that yeah. meant transporting or messaging or whatever. You see, normally so, I would just ask Edward to contact the Chosen, but I really don't want to interrupt whatever this is. It's... <laughs> Stop! It, it is a little off-putting. Like, I feel like there's like a 30-foot barrier of sweetness that I would just get stuck in. And it was like <laughs> no, sticky and no. gross. You know, I think personally... they so loudly. I just... This is the ocean, it's not quiet. I can't get past the fact that, like, this beach, like... There's been a lot that's happened at this beach, and I can't get past yeah. the, just the wholesomeness that is that on the same beach. I know, you know? it's hard to... You, you used to scream into the rain on this very cliff. Yes, I I did do that a couple times. A couple times before you were around, actually. Oh, man, that's even more. I know that you would snake out of the night. 
Can we just take a moment to reminisce on this beach? This is where you guys met Volna for the first time. Yep. She hung. She flirted with Havel. Uh huh. This is where Cather and Melora fell in love. Uh huh. And then desperately well, okay, hated. Them. Well, but I think I would argue they fell in love. At Are a different you throwing place. a theoretically but. at this flashback of this? Beach, but right yes, I'm but yes, there's like the montage. But yes, Catherine like, has, has had romantic moments with Melora on this beach. Give this, give it 50 years, and this beach is going to be a vacation town for lovers because be of all the stories about it. This is also where Edward played the song for Renaya. Well, I guess mm -hmm. I was like under a tree. This was this was one of the early chess places too, right? Yeah, this might have been the first well, chess. Moment. It's very interesting just because this area, Katin and Lada's cabin and all this type of stuff, was like your guys' first kind of home as a group. Yeah. Uh, this is where you guys smashed the soul gem with Tarak's hammer, all that type of stuff. We were attacked by uh, like one of the Prozis' dudes, whatever his name, name was. I don't even remember at this point. Were you and you know that diamond. Games? No, I said a funny joke, but I was muted, <laughs> so I'm gonna say it again. You know that diamond wasn't the only thing Lotto was smashing in this location, because Terracolomosis Island was right there, and they were a thing. That's what I said. Wow, Grant. When I was it muted. was so beneficial that you were muted the first. Yeah, time, I was gonna say you, you should not have you, said that. And yet, and you went and ruined it. Yeah, you, that was a, that was a. God yeah. came down and helped you out there, Grant. He was like, "I'm just gonna be this for you." I'm just gonna and throw then that went against away. God's will. Um, but uh, yeah, apathy will be there, and it, it's like an, a couple of awkward moments of silence as they like lord over the the loving couple below, and then apathy uh, will speak up and go. So, uh, what do you plan to do when this is all over? Oh boy, um, that's kind of a big question. Yeah, I just threw it out there. Yeah, you, you did. Um, uh, I, I guess it, it, that depends. I mean, assuming we all make it out to the other side, all right, and in one piece, I would. Well, I mean, assuming you do. Assuming I do, yes. I mean, it's that's the only thing that would stop you from well, continuing to to yeah. do things that come next if you just die. Yes, well. It'd be harder to do things with you guys, though, if you were dead, too. Um, um, yes, I suppose that's fair. But I, I mean, expect that we never talk after this. Well, <laughs> I, I, I guess that's up to you more than me. I, uh, I mean, after this, I would like to be able to, you know, spend some time relaxing. But certainly, I imagine we'll have to spend a lot of time helping rebuild the world. Um, you don't have to. Well, that's right. We don't have to, but I would like to. That's fair. And uh, although, speaking of one thing, I would like to do. I would. I would like to go visit. Oh, uh, the the soul stealer again. You know, I just just pay him a nice, lovely visit at some point. You know, you could join me for that if you wanted to. I'd actually enjoy the co your company for that particular visit. I suppose so. But after that, I mean, I'm not really sure. I I just want a chance to live my own life, I suppose. I think that's good. And I think you've been doing uh, a bit too much living for other people. 
So I've been doing that for about 20 years. That's That's almost half my entire life. <laughs> You're still a, a young spring chicken. And I will be forevermore. <laughs> In fact, I can only assume that from now on, I will get younger. Did, did you feel that too? Like this morning, you like woke up and like just felt a little like... Oh, I didn't feel it. I don't know. It's so like a I, step. I, when I'm asleep, I'm I am constantly meditating on the true meaning behind magic and everything around it. Uh -huh. Um, unless I'm having horrible, devastating nightmares, which haven't happened recently, and I've been very excited about it. I feel like I've resolved several of my consistent problems. But no, I solved death. I did it. <laughs> Figured it out. It took. I've been ruminating on it for a long time, but uh, we got there. Have so, I heard the tale this, of Darth Vegas? This, Plagueis, this the is the watch. real reason that Abinthy wanted to talk to Cather after this. He's like, "Hey, listen, after I'm this, I'm really sorry retire, about the gods because uh, I'm gonna take over the business." No, 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 I don't want that. I'm just saying that your gods probably aren't gonna be pretty pumped about it that I totally bested them in the whole is this, everyone you know, dies thing. Is you know, this piracy? I, you wouldn't steal a TV. I think, I think, Abanthi, <laughs> in this instance, I think they'll actually be okay with it. Oh, that's good. I mean, they won't be after I potentially cause them problems in the future. Well, but, uh, maybe, but th we're, we're talking about right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad that you have a, have a, have a bit of, bit of a plan going forward. Do you have a plan going forward? Uh... I have a few things here and there. Um, well, so recently I spoke to Turak for the first time, and that was an experience. <laughs> I can uh, imagine. Does he, does he always like that? Yes. Wow. Wow. Yeah, the first I... the first real conversation Turak and I had was a very heated argument. You like, you like talk to him. And you say a thing, and you're like, oh yeah, that'll get him. And then he like looks at you like you never actually said a thing. And then he says a thing, and you're like, well, I hate that. <laughs> but I can't exactly say that he's wrong. Yeah, and he, it's, he's it's, oddly it's good at that. infuriating. Yes. Oh my goodness. And we spoke for 30 seconds. And I expected him to like punch me or something. And then he just said things, and then I felt kind of bad, but somehow resolved. Yeah, punching, like, he's a very passive person. Like, aggression isn't really his thing, you know? But, uh, I spoke to him, and and I talked with Tananasta today, and you're with today, and... I don't know, I, I suppose I had a bit of a realization, that. I don't know how to go about this. I'm a lot of things, Cather. I'm, I'm, I'm everything that people say that I am. I'm a tailor. I'm, I'm a, a wizard, a arcanist, and I'm a hypocrite, and a liar, and a thief. But I think at the core of who I am, I'm a storyteller. Hmm. And it is my belief that people are nothing more 
than the stories that they tell and are told about them. And I've been so wrapped up in a few stories that I have that I, I feel like I've forgotten all of the other ones. And I've just become those few stories that I happen to be the villain. I think, I think after this, I think I might go a little dark for a while, clean up, clean up some excess stories lying around. Maybe, maybe be a bit forgotten for a bit. And then, I mean, I'm never going to stop telling stories or traveling, but I think I'm going to try to write a couple of different ones than I have been recently. And then who knows, maybe I'll, I'll give a shot at the at teaching job. I've, oh. I've had a couple of uh, College of Lights Bridge on, on the East Coast. They've, they've reached out to me a couple of times. They say that they have a professor position um, teaching... Uh, string theory 101 a class based on the book that i wrote mm. surely i must be good at that right possibly yes of course there's no there's no way that i'm bad at teaching a thing that i wrote i mean i'm going to be honest abanthi magic is not really my thing so a lot of the fancy healing stuff well i mean that's kind of different it's and magic explodes when you hit something it's well see it's like um it's like uh i think i think i overheard your conversation with edward and, and leshka a while ago like edward is like this formally like you and edward like like formally trained and like mm -hmm. leshka like like knows jazz whatever that is yeah you've never heard jazz i think you'd hate it i i don't yeah i don't know but i think i do magic how leshka does magic where i just kind of will things to happen Willpower is kind of my—it's kind of my thing, you know. Just raw I mean, stubbornness. You know, let's say it's a—it's a skill. Oh, I would—I would definitely agree. It's a, definitely a skill. It's just not one that I fully understand the interworkings well, of, I mean, you know. I mean, hey, maybe one thing that you'll do after you're done fixing up a bunch of problems is you'll just register for for one or two classes at Whitebridge. If I suppose, if they'll accept me. I mean, you're. Cather, just pay him a bunch of gold. We have it. <laughs> Connor just will do anything for money. Just be like, hey, if I like do a guest speaker thing at your university, would you like let me take a couple classes? And they'd be like, yes, absolutely. Please. Maybe you can maybe you can apply online. <laughs> that's that, that's a new thing going around across the across the gem grid. Maybe <laughs> a bit of magic here and there. Maybe, maybe. I mean, I'm certainly yeah. not opposed to it. Understanding a bit more of how magic works. It's, after all, it is flowing all around us. Yeah, but to sum to sum up, yes, I think that I, I think that I trim back on the um, on the, the big dramatic, spellcaster. Honestly, I'm planning to start a form of rumor that Apathy Tripowitz was just a figurehead put there by the Chosen, and he never really existed. Um, <laughs> yes, you know, because that'll cause trouble for them. Um, 
And they deserve it, those posh, <laughs> terrible that, clothing dressed people. That would be <laughs> that would be greatly amusing, yes, just to to see how they handle something like that. And yes, I certainly understand the the, uh, the appeal of maybe taking a couple steps back. Yeah. And and about the soul steve uh, I'm I'm in a bind because I on one hand right now I'm still really about that vengeance but I'm really thinking that I should try to trim back on it at least after this fight um but on the other hand on the other other hand if we don't kill the soul stealer he continues doing soul stealer stuff and that's not that's not vengeance that's just planning for the future that's that's I not... think I think the word you're looking for is justice. Ah, I'm not too big on the whole justice thing. It's just it's like just you don't start brushing your teeth after you have a cavity. Well, you start it before. I mean, so that way you don't get the cavity. So let's just brush uh, some teeth a little if, bit. If you let him go, at that point, it's just neglect. And then you're... Exactly. And that's poor manners. That is any. true. That is very true. Thanks, God. Uh, there's also, you know, there's also the whole... Not that Aventhe would agree with this, but there's the whole idea of, like, if you can help, do you have a moral obligation to help? No. <laughs> Aventhe would say no. Yeah, I knew <laughs> Aventhe wouldn't agree with you. Look, if you see someone dying on the street and you help them and then they still die you are legally liable for their death don't do it Ab this is what abdi's saying well, <laughs> unless there's good samaritan laws in place which remove that but it's still a big problem anyway back to the roleplay sorry but, but, but yeah i'd be, I'd be down perhaps to do a little bit maybe of, it could it could be of, uh Pulling the herd. The, the that final, sounds a lot more evil. The, the final frontier, as it were, for us. The final, yes. the final Space. adventure of uh, of fate's gambits. Before do you, they, do you think? Uh, do you think we can get? Uh, we probably can't get Edward in on this, right? Ooh, I don't know. Depends on how we I mean, frame it. Be it. Here, oh, here's what we do. We say, Edward "Hey, and Edward, are gonna be busy having like fourteen kids." Hey, Edward. I don't know about. Here's 14. the thing. Um, we know that you've been stuck in with the old ball and chain for five years. <laughs> One guy's night, what could go wrong? <laughs> we take him out on the town, and then bam, suddenly we're suddenly we just so, What could go wrong? We just happen to, you know, find ourselves like, in, oops, in the into Citadel. Yes, you know. What's he going to do? Then we have to do it, because he's there. Uh -huh. we we're like, hey, Edward... You know nothing's going to happen, but you should probably... Well, he doesn't even need to bring his sword. He can just summon it to his hand from anywhere. There you go. Yeah. So, so, yeah. Hey, hey, wear your armor like good times, if you still fit into it. If not, I can... I can... <laughs> you still you can... fit in it. Ooh! I can... I can... I mean, so messed up. I mean, I don't Bro, know. I want to see art of Edward with a dad bod. I don't know. I so, I Edward mean... at the start of the campaign. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh no, he did. He did a, uh, uh, gosh dang, plyometrics or whatever. He was Pilates, but he was Pilates, more like bones, <laughs> you know. He yeah. Did you, you know, have to have a special machine to do Pilates? No, no, no. Pilates is know. just it's just aggressive yoga. What, what am I thinking? Fenced. Plus, we'll you know. Can we call it Pilates? It was like 
we yeah, have like called it Pilates. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there is a Pilates machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Um, but yeah, uh, we'll figure something. We'll look. We'll mark the date. Yeah, we'll, we'll yeah we'll send out an invitation. You know, save the date. And and uh, it, a little white lie never hurt anyone. Oh, of course, of course not. I'm so glad that I have corrupted you to this extent. <laughs> well, um, it's 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 more like I just don't really care anymore. Yeah, that's the that's the way to do it. Anyway, I need to go find someone who can uh, acquire some objects for me. That's very ominous. For plans it? that I have in the future, that are most likely for the benefit of people. <laughs> I will see you at a later date. With you guys. Bye, Avanti. Finishing up that conversation. We're going to go ahead and hop over to our break. So, we'll be back in just like 10 or 15 minutes to keep going on with these last little conversations that they can have before they go save the world. So, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. All right. And we are back. Hello, everybody. Little, little clap, little handshake. I like yeah, it. I like it. Little applause. So, where we left off, Cather and Abinthi had just finished their conversation. We're going to pan back over. We'll, we'll skip a few hours. We'll say that, Edward, you have, for the most part, finished up hanging out with Sam for a little bit. There's a few other things that you want to go do, I believe. So we'll start there. Who or do you want to go talk to? Yeah, you know, Sam and I picked some flowers. We, you know, maybe there's some, like, makeshift merchants around i don't know that like, happens he summoned them he's like i yeah, need supplies you know. so you know they're they're having a yep. night out on the town quote unquote i like it or a, a morning strolling through the and bubble. eventually edward and her just like say some pleasant goodbyes and it's it's not dramatic you, it's just happen. as you're if just going exactly. on a day to the office and then you're coming back so nothing special it's like okay yeah. well I gotta go do some things, so like, see, ya, you know, bye bye. The the hug was just a hair longer than normal. It was just for it a second. A, yeah, um, and the the tension <gasps> to make it more than it was was so hard to like not. Yeah, but you know, they, the they ended up parting ways. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, okay, <clears throat> they ended up Wasn't parting ways. Hard. Edward would like to go to Tarak because he, I assume, is preparing Ooh. to go onto his voyage to the Crimson Waste once again. Tarak is in the, on the on the top of Tarak's tower, there is a uh, warbat roost. And so Tarak has been up there tending to the warbats. Whoa. You know, Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. That's such Whoa. a callback. Wow. Uh, Edward, hearing that there are war bats, will whoa, assume whoa, whoa. that Tarak is up doing yeah. war bats. Stuff. Oh, there have always been war bats here. Always, really? Yeah, like 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 from the start, it was in the plans to have a war bat roost. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, cool. Um, shame we, yeah, shame we didn't will... use them in the dragon fight. Hey, yeah. they flew away. They yeah. look. It would not have gone well for us. Like it's like wow, no. they never flew, so it's not that big. Of a that, deal. That's like uh, that's like saying, "Hey, I wish that I had my kite in a dogfight with like freaking I don't even know the planes. 
whatever the latest and greatest military jet is. Yeah. If they had tried to fly away, like if we were beating them and they tried to escape, that's when I would have brought up the Warbats. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Warbats are plan B. It's a shame we all They're died. So, you know. And we never knew. Everybody yeah. died. Anyway, so Edward will see Tarak up there, I guess. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Tending to the Warbats. He'll climb the stairs, go all the way up there. He's never been up there. Um, and Edward will arrive i'm guessing there's a hatch of sorts that he unhatches yeah and he climbs onto the roof oh wow a new fleet of war bats oh edward sorry yes i I'm... will most likely kill you by the way ah you would try but i am already dead how are you edward we haven't actually talked talked how have you been I shouldn't eat food up here, I'm, but I'm immune to poison, so. <laughs> yeah, it's a little strange you're eating the bat's food, but I'm... No, I brought I my own. Immune... Although the bat's oh. food in the orcish camp is often better than what the orcs get. Is that right? Yeah, normally just sand rats. Well, since you ask, I, I'm i doing as well as I could be, I suppose. It's so... rack. Since you mentioned we haven't talked, I actually have some things I'd like to say to you. If you have a moment. I have nothing but moments. Of course. Well, I would, if if you care to join me, I'd love to go to your secret quarters. I, I want you to know, without a shadow of a doubt, that what I have to say is, is true. And Wild something leads. that I believe... You know that well, it wouldn't be necessary, right? I know, but... I don't think you would ever lie to me. And if you did, it would be for good reason. Well, for the sake of... the feeling of it... I I'd know, like you're to... all about the vibe. I am. Plus, you I know... I start we... heading down the stairs. Yeah, you know, it's the wastes and all, and... I'm just nostalgic, you know how I get. They, like, go down the stairs... They enter the room. Um, yeah. Would you like to briefly describe the room again, Aaron? Is the star right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, we stand on the top of a sandstone pillar, overlooking the sea as it as it, uh, it exists in an eternal uh, red dawn. So the entire room is cast in ruby light. You can feel the sand hit your face as the wind blows atop the pillar. It's like hot, but not too hot because it's still like getting off of night into early morning so and it's very cold in the desert so it's heating up quick it's like at 87 or something it's not not the worst but not great yeah it's like you sweat a bit it's just good that it's not <sighs> humid you know yeah oh it's exactly. very dry it's a dry heat yeah oh back at the wastes i do not miss those mornings when we would you know run for two hours however long it was it felt like five you aren't doing your money running in the morning? I'm doing my running, but not in sand. Well, I'm that's not, half I'm not... the point of the training. I guess. There's not much sand around here. Well, here, here's a solution. Just wear <sighs> weights. Ankle weights. I'll look weights. into that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good on I'll look, I'll look into the weights, yes. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say some things that I think you probably already know. I don't but know, I've I been gone a little while. 
That's true. I didn't know that you were married. She seems yeah, lovely. Yeah, well, she is. And You've met her before. I, Did I? Like super briefly, I think. But my memory is not all that great. Well, maybe, maybe before we leave, you can meet her again. But besides the point, I have some things that I feel I need to say to you that I haven't had the chance to, for obvious reasons. I, I can't begin, Tarak, to describe the kind of grief I felt when you left. It was, it was like a part of myself was cast into a vast, deep, dark ocean, and now by some miracle it's, it's returned back to me. You're here standing when you were gone. And you had taught me so much in the short time we were together. You saw in me what I failed to see in myself, and for that I'm forever grateful. You determined who I became in that way. More like you brought out who I already was. Edward Lul Kulkadar. That's the name you gave me, Edward Dragonflower. With just a touch, it explodes in a powerful fashion. I now know what this means. It's not about beauty, or magic, or power, or the chain reaction. It's about one reaction. A dragonflower, it does exactly what it's meant to do. Exactly when it's meant to do it. According to its own nature. And I'm the same. I've always been this way. I've always reacted. But my fear and my doubt caused me to avoid who I really was and be unsure of what I was capable of. And now I know what I'm capable of. I even, I, I know that I'm good. And there's nothing for me to prove anymore. I make my own choices. And I react exactly how I must. Exactly when I must. According to my own nature. I am free. And in that way, I am like a dragon flower. Edward Lul Kulkadar. I'm glad. <clears throat> I have, uh... When I gave the group their names, I was afraid. Because... I am not a, um, well, I've never done it before. Um, but I, I knew that I had to try because you were worthy of it. But I've always held a bit of fear that I had messed up and, and chosen a wrong name or, or had 
had thought that it was yours, but I was, I was wrong, or I had just wanted it to be a name that you had. Names are tricky things, um, and, and I think that people often have the wrong impression of how it works, even after they've been told it. it names aren't things that are given. You got it on the nose. Names are uncovered. Your names have always been your own. It's just some people are better at finding them than others. Um, your first one is most often uh, told to you in by the orcs, at least. Most people never find their names. They just run around thinking that whatever calling name they have is the only one that they've got, and it's a sad thing. But if you are saying that you have uncovered what your name means, then I am very glad. And you have done nothing but make me proud. Thank you. I am proud as well. I think if it weren't for you, I would have never found myself. And now I know myself. You know a part of it. I encourage you to keep looking. What do you mean, a part of it? Well, I am track of the shield, but I'm also track cursed child. I am many things, but the exact number of names depends uh, on what you believe, but the general consensus is that people have five. I might have four more? Probably. You may have oh. six. Perhaps you Who's have more. Perhaps it me... is different for elves. Who's going to give me the names if you're not around? No one. They aren't meant to be given, Edward. I just told you that. I must find them myself. Discover them, uncover them, listen for them, find them, hear them, see them, feel them. The names are already a part of you. I guess in that way I've just begun. Have you ever wondered if orcs stem from drow? Yes, that is how they say it goes. I, I'm unsure. Then where did orcish come from? Hmm. It is quite a bit different than drow. Yes, would we not simply speak elvish or undercommon? That is a good point. It is because when the orcs were created, their souls were laid bare. Orcish is the language of the heart. Hmm. It's just that most people are too foolish to ever find it. Hmm. No wonder why I always struggled with it. 
when I was learning. That's because you were looking, but you weren't seeing. And you were hearing, but you were not listening. Well, I promise you that I will listen. I will hear. Starting today, if I haven't already. But I think I have, considering the conversation. It seems yes. like I'm doing quite well. <laughs> I think that you are doing splendid. You know, truth be told, I... There are things that I miss. And I have missed um, being in the ocean for the past. It felt longer than three years. I don't know if time just moves differently in, under the water or what, but it felt like a very long time. But for the most part, I felt at home in a lot of ways. I was not looked at poorly. They did not question why I was there, who I was. They were simply glad to have hands to help and hands to heal and a body to stand on the line. Um, for the first time, I was looked at by my people, and I was a I was a comrade. I was important, but there were things that I did miss. I miss. Um, there are no warbats; they would not fly well underwater. Uh, I missed um, pancakes. And I missed, I missed braiding. I had to learn how to braid my own hair, but I only have so much hair. And my hair doesn't grow when you're dead. You only have what you have. Um, so make sure that if you die, you have a full head of hair. Because <laughs> you can't okay. get it back if you decide to shave and then you die. Is that right? Yep. But you can, if you have a feeling frisky, you can cut it off, but then it'll be gone forever. Um, I, I've missed... Um, talking to people in common. Normally we just yell and scream. And most of all, I missed Fate's Gambit. You were the first people who were kind to me. Um, that are still alive, at least. And I... I missed that a lot. And I was afraid that because I was gone, you two would be soon to follow. And so I'm, I'm glad that for the most part, things have gone well. And I want you to know that not for one second have I ever regretted what I've done? And if I were given the choice a thousand times, I would make the exact same one. Because I am Tarak of the Shield. So don't hold yourself accountable. <laughs> the only part that I'm disappointed in you is that you grieved it all. <laughs> but that being said, I am glad that you did, because if that was the emotion that you felt, it would have been wrong to not feel it, to not express it, to run from it. Tarak, I always knew, deep down, that you did exactly what you were meant to do. 
and that made it bearable. As painful as it was. And track the kindness that we offered you, albeit that it should have been more. It's the least I could have given to the one who saved me from my past life. I... I don't feel as if there's much more I have to say. I just need you to know. I need you to hear. That... I am in your debt. Even if you don't believe I am, I will forever be Edward Lulhul Kadar. And that name was made possible by you. As I walk the material plane, so do you. So does your legacy. As long as I am alive, as long as the world is affected by me. You did it. The world is in your debt. I believe you can fight your extra planar war or whatever it is knowing that. And it's, it's good to hear that you found peace with it is all. Well, I am in war, so I don't know if I can say that it's terribly peaceful, oh. and you should know that uh, we will see each other again, even if I fade into nothingness after this. You're an orc, so you're headed to the same place I am. Is that right? Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, you and you will okay. be greeted with cheers upon your arrival as we fight forevermore until eventually the dead overcome us and spill into the mortal plane. And then we shall fight one final battle, and we shall lose. And oh. then the world shall end. Okay. And okay. Okay. Until then, I'll enjoy my life, I guess. <laughs> Please do. Don't worry, Edward. I'll pull some strings for you. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Thanks, homie. <laughs> well, I mean, Kath like, I'd love to see Tarak again. Kath is headed there too, so yeah, you're I all guess. orcs. You all signed on the dotted line. Yep. I, I'm sorry you didn't read the contract. It's not my fault you couldn't read Orkish. Um, <laughs> well, but, I suppose uh, it's time you get on your journey and I take up my weapon and... Yes, I... Uh, we end this. I do have a bit of talking that I'll have to do with some orcs. I'll have to get them in line. A little bit of Orkish diplomacy. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I'm so excited for that. I, I'm a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Um, it's been a while since I've thrown some dukes at people. It might be nice again. You know, speaking of names, I never did come up with a name for my sword. Oh, oh, thank goodness you've reminded me. Because I did. What? <laughs> well, of course. Uh, did you Wait. not remember yesterday when you brought, I was like, does it have a name? And you were like, no. And I was like, well, that's oh, stupid. right. Well, that's yes. stupid. <laughs> well, I thought it was my responsibility, but... I got nothing. Oh, you kidding? Okay, all right. You can search for your own name, but I think it's a little bit too soon to think that you could be finding oh. other people's names. Okay, like, all right, bad. you're still pretty young here, Bucko. Okay, Master Namer, <laughs> what do you have for me? Natana. Natana? Yes. It means Night's End. 
Ooh. Edward's holding the sword, looking at it. It is a nice grey morning. Clouded. The sun does not shine, but it is morning all the same. Hmm. S- start of a new day? Well, Edward's if like the night is over, that would assume that a day has begun. And it is sort of grey cloud looking. In hue. All right, let's not look too deep into it. The sword has a name. It's what its name is. It's a good name. Maybe one day you'll get good enough that you can see it yourself. And who knows, maybe you'll find it another name. I'll work on that. Natana. No, it it fits. You stab it. You have to bloodlet the blade. Yeah. It How about been one nice last? To talk to you again. How about one last go then, with my new named sword? And Edward gets in a fighting position. I won't need weapons up. for this. <laughs> I, I I just throw Edward off the tower. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. With all that, let's hop over. Let's see. It's hard because Cather and Avanthi just talked to each other, but I guess technically, it was. It was kind of, it was Abanthi. Oh, I don't know. Who wants to go next? Look, I mean, Abanthi's caught up. We're we're set. Good. We're, I'm I'm um, out of people to talk to. Sure, I'll jump in and, and say. I'll put and, it in Cather's hands. Yeah, yeah. And well, if I'm okay, involved, on, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. We're chilling. So he, you can pick him up once I throw him off this tower. Well, yeah, yeah that's a good idea. Well, actually, so so, so you the can funny bury thing is, Al in it over there and catch him. I during this conversation. For, for the beginning portion of the conversation, uh, Cather has been looking for Edward. And so I like I Oops. like to imagine that eventually he found where Tarak and Edward were talking, and he's just been kind of just sitting just off in the wings, just kind of listening. Well, you know, the stairs, they wrap up the tower, and you go, so you've just been sitting like six steps down, where they just like, they can't see you, you're just like listening. It's like yeah. when you wake up as a kid and your parents are watching TV downstairs, but you don't want them to know that you're awake, so you just sit quietly on the stairs. Yeah. Exactly. I exactly. did that a lot as a kid. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, awesome. and he just kind of sits there for a while, and just kind of smiles to himself, you know, throughout the conversation, just himself just thinking about the different things that the two of them are talking about um and eventually we'll we'll leave and give them some privacy and, and catch up with edward after he's finished uh, yeah you hear them start to fight yeah yeah and, <laughs> he's, oh, right. and he's just like oh there's okay. like or a track is yelling like death threats in orcish and right. edward is just squealing every like <laughs> <the whole supper! laughs> he's like oh. <laughs> and so, Edward is fighting for his life. <laughs> just like screaming random things. So this like, is an anti magic field. Eventually, and as that happens, Cather will make his way back down and actually uh, accidentally run into Leshka. Uh, oh, let's go. A bit of Cather on Leshka. And, and, uh, he was like, I haven't talked yet, so I'm going to talk with myself. Oh, like dude, that. trust me, I know the feel. And A bit of a palate cleanser before Edward jumps back into the fray. Right, exactly, yeah, yeah. They're and- going to talk to each other, and then Edward's just going to land <laughs> next to them. <laughs> In the middle of them, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so as, as 
Cather kind of runs into Leshka. Leshka will say, Oh, Cather, it's great to see you. Uh, do you know where, do you know where Drac is? I've been looking all over for him. Oh, well, I actually, yeah, he's kind of up in his, in his tower right now. He's talking to Edward that got kind of personal. And then it got, kind of got weird because they started to fight each other. I'm not sure yeah, why. I think I actually understood like some of that. screams. Right. Well then, I mean, do you know when they're going to be done? I figured, I figured it's about time that Track and I left. If if I'm going to be help taking him to the wastes, that way he can go gather some of the orcs. It'd probably be good for us to leave soon, since it's almost it's already past midday at this point. Oh, yes, I suppose you're correct. I mean, we all should be leaving here soon, too. I, I'm not quite sure what happened to Abanthi. I think he went down to his workshop or something. Probably, he's always working on something, I suppose. Oh, he's talking to the merchants, for sure. But I imagine we should probably leave here soon, as well. After all, yeah, we are running out of time at this point. Yes, it is uh, quite the journey that you guys have all been on. Quite remarkable that you've made it this far. Well, yes, you know, we are quite amazing, aren't we? I, uh, but it is strange to think of the journey coming to an end, or at least us arriving to perhaps a new beginning. Maybe that's a better way of looking at it. Oh, uh, yes. Well, you see, in my days, you know, I am a little, I'm a little older on the older side, just, you know, and, uh, for my adventures, you know, I've, I've seen quite a few things happen, and I would agree, you know, an end of a journey is just the beginning of the new one. Yes, well, you are wise for your years, even though I am much older than you. Oh, now he's complimenting I'm, I'm himself, it. guys. <laughs> I would watch a, I would listen to a whole four-hour podcast of this, and I'm like, really <laughs> this is awesome. Uh, and then you I like Edward falling. I was going to say about yeah. now is when we hear <laughs> you, you, you <laughs> hear Mabaj Bodo Barmaruk, and then he's like cast. Featherfall. He just like lands on his back. And it's just I like to imagine it's just there's the, he lands next to it, like just where there's a hole in in the in the in the keep. So Catherine and Lash could just both just look at Edward. Just my favorite thing lands. about it is he slow falls. It's not like Featherfall just like negates damage. It literally just like slows you down. But he's and so he just like lands on his back. He's just like slowly falling down and just like comes to a gentle rest laying on his back in this hole. Edward sees Tarak starting to like mount the small wall of the yeah, tower, like, ready to like, pay, like, like elbow <laughs> drive elbow Edward. And uh, Edward's just like, no, 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 you won, you won, you won. I, I lost. You hear him say, Narmat Korishi, do not die in bed, Edward. Do not die in bed. For the love of the gods, don't jump, Tarak. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, at this point, Leshko will pop his head out and kind of like look up at Trak as he's about to jump down out of the tower. Uh, Trak, are you are you about ready to leave? I probably it would be good for us to set off here soon. Much he's to like, do and all that. I'll be down in a minute. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he'll, uh, no, this is what he do. Yeah, do he'll, go, he'll like back off and then you can't see it, but he thinks to himself, he's like, oh yeah. And then he will just sprint and vault over the edge. <laughs> yes! And just like full, like, just heading straight towards towards Edward. But he <laughs> will whistle and immediately behind him, 
a war bat will launch out of the window and just plummet straight down and he will land he'll grab the bat and then right before it hits you just like through the camp oh, Cather, i really thought i might die again uh, do you really think that He's little so... track i didn't know track could get much stronger but he is i mean have you seen that he grew like so a whole much foot. different uh-huh, I know. And he's probably weighs another hundred pounds, if I were to guess. Probably. Can, nothing, everything I, I, I mean, threw at him, he... I mean, his traps are bigger than mine. Yeah. Mm. Not in definition, but just in pure size. Yeah. It, it's, it's, the, it's the difference between a bodybuilder and a strongman. Wait, it's like, it's like my bicep is larger than Drew's, but that's also just because I'm bigger than Drew is. Yeah. It's also because I'm jacked, but that's besides the point. I mean, he, yes, you are jacked. <laughs> just, just give me a few moments to right. recover. Okay. Well, Leshka, uh, good luck on your journeys. Uh, I think from what I understand, uh, Abanthi is pulling some strings to get the drow involved in helping with one of the fights. Um... And then the only other ones would be the ones that the uh, the church is helping take care of, and then of course ourselves, and then and then the you with the you and track with the orcs, I suppose. So good luck. I fly up next to them. I, I drift the bat in. <laughs> as as the bat drifts in, I just step off the bat in perfect time with it, like when you like, drift a car and then now. open a door and then just step out in perfect time. <laughs> Do it, do it. I woke up and I'll go. So, uh, we go. And by the way, the good fight. You put up a <sighs> good effort. Thank you. Was that good, was good. everything I had. It was. I mean, probably you could, you, I mean, there wasn't any magic. You have magic. Magic would have changed things, I'm sure. Ah, I'm, uh, you probably. had me on the ropes. Oh, thank you. I, like, Frank, almost thanks. started sweating. Mm-hmm, yeah. That you almost bled, too. Yep. Meanwhile, Edward's just like bloody. There's <laughs> <laughs> like so much blood. Oh, most of his There's blood so is much outside blood. Of his body right here. Uh, um, yeah, Ed, goes, uh, Edward's about to, to faint from blood loss. Yes, uh, Leshka, um, I am. Uh, I am ready whenever you are. Where's um? Didn't you have the the Skessa that traveled with you? The. Or are you talking about Abanthi? No, 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 no. Uh, didn't didn't we meet you? Did when, uh, is is she coming along? Are you are you talking about Lada? No, no, no. Uh, um, uh, what what's the name for it in your foolish common tongue? Um, the the trickster, the um, flicks. Uh, Mary. Yes. Who said that? God with the blicks. But was... that's the name that oh, that it was. Oh. Oh, oh, you're... Oh, Blix. yes. Right. Blix, we haven't seen... Well, have you seen Blix, Lashko? Um, unfortunately... Wait, hold on. Uh, Blix, Blix I don't is, remember. Blix died? Passed. Oh. Uh, what? That was okay, such a how terrible fate for someone who never truly knew who they were. Yes, a, a, part of her, oh. a part of her journey led her into some danger that uh, was... Um... Uh, unexpected, unfortunately. Um, I'm sorry to hear that. We must, uh, we can talk more of it as we go, um, but we should get going. Yes, we should. Um, 
I suppose, do you have a good place to start? Uh, I can, uh, I mean, I can. I mean, let's just go back to the temple. Let's just start there. All right, that's um, not a bad idea. And then uh, the, I should be able to catch a couple patrols. They'll lead us to the larger groups, and then um, I'll deal with them when we get there. That, perfect, yes, that's a great, a great plan. All right, everyone, well, good luck on, on all of your missions. Uh, I pray that we all will are will be successful in our endeavors. Look, and Goodbye, he will, Tarak. And he will uh, put a light hand on Tarak's massive shoulder, just reaching I up. shall see you at the end of the world. Yes, goodbye, Tarak. You will die before I do. And uh, <laughs> I already have. From his pouch, <laughs> uh, Leshka will pull out a bottle of sand and uh, uncork just it. Start throwing it everywhere. He it sand it by the eyes. He'll, he'll it's uncork like the, it. Like the sumo ring salt what throws. What the hell? And, and just yeah, just well yeah, he'll just uncork it and just kind of and just kind of just like just uh kind of release it up above uh Leshka and Tarak, and as it kind of descends what? on them, they just all the two of them just disappear in the sand. Nice, I love it. Wow, we I didn't even need to do that. Before. That was just for show. Grant, uh, they she, actually just teleported. Well, the, like, the sand, the sand is is sand that Leshka Sneak collected off. from the temple, <laughs> yeah. so. Oh, Grant, to remind you. Yeah, how did Blix die again? What the heck? I feel like I just learned that for the first time. Renaya's grandfather killed her. Because she was investigating her family. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah. Uh, and then they were like, gotcha. Dead. She died. Yeah. Also, I want G -G. you to know that the only reason I asked about that is because I've had orcish lore about changelings since Blix has existed, and it's never come up. Oh, well, I'm so sorry. It'll probably never come up again. You're Except for in Table Scraps correct. this Thursday. Check it out scraps. Thursday at somewhere between 1.30 to 3.30 start time. Be in our Discord to learn the exact moment. Uh, anyway, as, so as Leshka and Trek disappear and leave, uh, Cather will say, we'll, we'll look at Edward and kind of like help brush away some of the blood out of his face and forehead. Thank you. And yeah, Edward he'll, heals he'll, himself He'll get a, a towel, bit. yeah, and, Oh, Are you dude, right? Nice, that honestly. was quite the fall. Oh, yeah, I was playing it up a bit. I mean, I think it made Tarak kind of happy to hurt me again. Right, right. Well, it was great to see Tarak again. I'm... It's You're just, telling uh, me. Yes, it, I only wish that he was uh, around permanently, but it seems that he is Thank satisfied you. with all that he was able to do, so... I don't know. He saved the world once. What's keeping him from doing it again? <laughs> I've been meaning to ask you, Mr. What What do the people call you? They call you a lot of things, but... Which people I've are heard... you referring to? Just, you know, common folk. People. people. I've heard rumors in Athala. Uh... I've heard Champion of Fate. I've heard... Uh, yeah. Um, the Chosen One. Ooh, that, that's a bit that dramatic. Feels, that feels to a me. little, yeah. That feels a little too. Yeah. Mine's the Undying. That's my favorite. Cath of the, the Undying. The Undying. I've also heard the Silver Stag, which just doesn't sound as good, but it's it is on brand. Well, I mean, the silver, yeah. Ooh, the masked. I mean, that's pretty cool. Yes, the mask. Although the mask one, that's a little outdated at this point since I don't have the mask anymore. <laughs> the branding's not there anymore. 
But since you're still marching around and we're all still alive, and this has been what I would presume your destiny to some degree is, I'd agree. What do you think our odds as, you know, the the destiny one, the one chosen by the death gods themselves to carry this task out? What? what do, how what likely do, do think? I think it is that we succeed? Yeah, I'm. I'm just. I'm really quite interested in well your assessment of all of it. Um, I guess. Are you? Do you mean in what are our odds in stopping Clovar? Yeah, stopping him. Um, having some semblance of a normal life after. And does that include a surviving? Preventing any of the truths from being released. Mm, I mean, that'd be preferable, but for now, let's just stick to Clovar. All right. Well, well Clovar is the first being that the Mother Goddess Laudantari ever made and is likely some level of demigod status, if not maybe more than that. And uh, he is a being that even the gods themselves fear to some degree because of the power that he holds and the potential that he has in releasing the six truths. And we are four mortal beings who have already died several times in our journeys and have only been here because of the assistance of beings like the gods. That being said, I guess, I guess I don't know. I'd like to think that we have a pretty good shot, but I've also never encountered a man quite like Clovar. His presence alone is uncanny. It's remarkable the amount of fear and respect that he holds just by standing close to someone and only somebody very powerful could invoke such fear and respect but to I think we've gotten this far because we've all worked together because We've been a team. And the times that we have failed and have sometimes been fatally wounded, it's, it was because we weren't quite, we weren't performing our best, either individually or as a team. And I think I think Clovar will require us to push past some of our limits as to what we can do. Hmm. And I think... Do you think... Do you think the gods or destiny or our purposes intertwining or whatever it might be, do you think that it's, it's inevitable? Maybe? that we we make it i i i've i've had a hard time understanding exactly 
how you see things. And uh, I guess I'm just curious what you think now. Is it possible that all of this was just to... to fail? What do you think, really? I, I, I want to know what you think. I think that a thread of fate has been intertwined around all of us since we first, all six of us first met in that city. I mean, even now it's, I can't help but think back to the first time that I met Havel and the time that I met Malor, even though it's, don't really remember it very well, obviously. But it's strange, even... It's like an echo still exists of that. Of that time. Especially the time that we were all together. Like... Like all of it did mean something. It was important. And... As much as it hurt when Havel was lost at sea, who knows what happened to him, I'm, I still pray that perhaps that, that devil of a man is somewhere in the Feywild causing a ruckus. That just he has seemed... always managed to get on the luckier side of things, which I've never understood. It seems appropriate for him. And obviously, Malora, we worked very hard to bring back, and I hope she's doing well, and... Perhaps even she will have a... Perhaps both of them still yet will have a helping hand in this final battle. Even if it's not one side by side with us. I still feel that all of us, all six of us, and now including all eight of us with Kiamora and Abanthi, there's certainly a thread of fate that has brought us all together to be together, working together, this climax... This climax and mm. I think if anyone were to stop Clovar it would be Fate's Gambit all of us working together doing our part even if we're many miles apart all of us working together is how we defeat Clovar and mm. as for the four of us who will be face to face with him Yes, I, I certainly think we can beat him. That's good to hear. You know, Cather, I, I don't know if you could call it destiny or purpose or, or if it's exactly what I understand it to be, but Abanthi would talk so much about insane things. Things that made no sense. Things that on paper were strictly against the laws that we understood. But what he's shown me, what he's proven to me, is that the laws can be broken. The rules aren't what we see them to be. He seems to break rules every time he does magics. It's infuriating. It does. And I wish I could understand the way he does. 
does seem that he operates on his own threshold. And you know what that showed me? It showed me that there's more to learn or unlearn might be a better word. It, it, we haven't talked much about it, but his, his complex feelings and descriptions of the weave, they're real. And I know you've seen it, as I have. We were... This might be hard to understand, but we were quite literally in the, the arcane landscape of Leshka's mind. Oh, I know yeah. that sounds yeah, that's a little bizarre. When, you, when we were being... When Leshka was being hunted by the dragons, right? And we were in the, the cave. Yes. Yes. And I didn't, I, I heard, I, I saw things that I can't describe. It was, it shook me to my core. It, it went against every single thing that I understood to be true. And, and in that moment, I, I saw things differently. And for, for some time, I, I missed that. I, I grieved it. I didn't know how to get it back, how to see things the way I did that night. But through listening and, well, through Lanantari's guidance, Cather, I, I, I can now hear. It's not like I can do it on command, but the thing that Lanantari gave me. It's teaching me as I use it. And, and use isn't even the right word. It's not that I control it. It's, it's that I agree with it. I allow it. It's hmm. hard to describe. But it seems natural. Yes. And Cather, what you just said is exactly why Clovar cannot win. I believe this. Clovar, he uses control. He works at odds with the things around him. But we use harmony. We harmonize with what exists. We use the way things ought to go. And that is a power that's far greater than control. Control works at odds with everything. Harmony works with it. One of these things is going to succeed. And I think it's fair to determine that, well, we're on the right side of things. And I'm learning more as I go, Cather. And I've written them down, because I don't want to forget, and he kind of like takes out a little piece of paper that he's written like three lines on. Is is that your third journal? Uh, this is more like a, it's more like a reminder of sorts, I guess. I'm trying like a to... a grocery list. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. A grocery list of the mind. It's like, I, it's 
not easy for me to think like this. It's... I'm trying to figure it out. It's a little embarrassing. I'm trying to listen. And, and here's what I think I've learned. One, the self isn't something that you create. It's discovered. Two, love is not manifested. It's followed. And three, destiny is not final. It's alive within you. And to learn these things, Cather, is to listen. My whole life, I have been trying to listen. But I, I never knew how. And now that I can hear, thanks to my teachers, Havel, Melora, Abanthi, Cather, Tarak, Thanks to them, I... <laughs> I've begun to hear. I've begun to finally listen and understand. Control leads to arrogance. And it's spurred on by fear. The fear of loss, I know it well. I know what Clovarv is worried about. But harmony, it leads to acceptance. It's encouraged by hope, which is greater than fear. Something that I've had to learn, <laughs> something that's taken me far too long to finally realize. And Cather, that is why Clovar cannot win. He controls. We harmonize. You've come a long way, Edward. I think the it's farthest all of all doing. of us. I, I still remember that first day that uh, we were all together. And, uh, well... I think I was a little softer on you than the others, but you were quite annoying. I know. And I I I look back at those days in in embarrassment, honestly. But I was so naive. Despite that, Edward, I'm I'm thankful. Thankful that you have been here with me all this time. And thankful even for back then, that young, naive man. Because in all reality, you are the reason fate's gambit matters. You, you can't, you can't say that. No, but Edward, we have fought for the people. The people of this world and this land. People of Hoclaron, Vathala. Edward, you, you are those people. You are the reason that we, you are the embodiment of what we're fighting for, of what we're fighting to protect, what we're fighting to be and to preserve. 
I am a soldier. I've always been a soldier. And that is ingrained into my soul. But a soldier is not a civilian. A soldier walked, watches from the outside. Humble and satisfied but knowing that even though he cannot be a part of the dance, he can still protect it. But you, Edward, you are a part of that dance. You always have been. And I am honored to be at the end of all things here with you, Edward. We all have Thank our you. part to play in this. And I think you... What you say resonates with me. I've... I've done very little living of my own. But living in harmony with what's around you, that is the key. Hmm. And, Cather, you... You think so highly of me. It means so much. But I, I need you to also know that when I had no faith, you were my faith. When I had no hope, you were that hope. And when the light was fading, when I could only feel and see darkness, and I could not hear. You were the flickering light, the safe aura. You allowed me to see. <laughs> Instead of stumble around blind, Thank you, Edward. So I thank you for that. Neither of us, maybe, could have been here without the other. Um, so I suppose we should enjoy one last meal or something. I don't know. What do people do? You're a soldier. Uh, Cather just pulls Edward into a tight hug. Yeah, Edward definitely returns the hug. Holds you tightly. When this is all over, we can uh, live properly, perhaps. No more. Yes, I can have you over to the estate or something. We can maybe have a proper celebration of your wedding. I have some wine that has been aging for like 80 years, and I've waited to open it, and it would be the perfect time. Well, let me, so, let me tell you, Edward, as much as I appreciate your vineyards... Rivaluna has uh, some very well-aged Oh, I wine. know it's fine, but don't give me that. I mean, you know... You know that that... That's not entirely true. Elves I mean. live a lot longer than humans, <laughs> Edward. Well, maybe I haven't tried the good stuff, so maybe I need to make my way to Rivaluna as we, well. I'll, I'll, I'll take you to one of the good spots. It's a good idea. Listen, now but... Human-aged wine is more poetic. That lasts... 
generations. That's a grandfather yeah. passing down his dream to his grandchildren. Elvis Wine, that's just some guy who let something like go get cooking in the back of his house for like 600 yeah, years. Like, and was like, oh I yeah, I guess wine. And then he, he like forgot about it. Yeah, yeah and then, exactly. Like, he's like, he's like middle-aged up and he's like cleaning out the basement. He's like, oh, wine that's been aged for 400 years. Oh, I am a G. I am so tasteful. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Edward's body language suggests that he's like preparing to leave. And Edward just like puts his hand on Catherine's shoulder, looks him in the eyes and says, I suggest you go pray. <laughs> and I he probably will do that. Thank you, Edward. Mm -hmm. We're going to need it, I think. I'll see you later. Yes. Uh, I imagine, I mean, DM, it's like, what, what time is it by this point, DM? Oh, by this time, it's probably going to be early afternoon. Okay. Uh, We're uh, leaving this day, right? Yes. Like, yes. Mm -hmm. Re probably, yes. Probably reconvene in maybe an hour or so. And uh, I'll see you then. I have one last thing I need yes. to do. Yes. Uh, I, yes, I probably do as well. And Fantastic. they will go their separate ways. Edward, yes. you had one last thing you needed to do? I do. Just real quick, does anybody else have anything? Just Catherine's one last thing, I think. Uh, okay. I, I've got one really, really fast thing. Okay, let's that, do that, that real quick. Yeah, let them, let them kind of do so their you things. So you guys split up, and Abin, uh, uh, Catherine, you're walking to wherever you're going. Uh -huh. And you overhear Abathy talking to some random merchants, and he's like, I need the supplies as soon as you can, damn it, and don't forget the scrolls. Get on that. I need those. And then he turns and he sees you, and he's like, Kather, I'm an idiot. I need to borrow your wallet. <laughs> okay. Yes, the, 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 the pyramid. Give me the pyramid. Uh, right. He'll, he'll produce the pyramid. Great, great. I mean, he'll teleport away. <laughs> um, Abinthi is going to this, this is what, plane this, shift to the uh, to the Chosen He's gone. He took your money no. and he's out of here. No. Well, luckily, he didn't take all of my money because a lot of it's also in the bag of holding. Yeah, uh, but he yeah. took like the majority of your savings. But I'll take the pyramid and I'll yeah. and I'm going to teleport to like all the places where there's bunches of troops, but we had trouble moving them. Uh -huh. And I'm just going to be like, everyone in the pyramid. Uh, I mean, I'm not gonna I did think about that <laughs> to get a, uh, a crew set up for, for the Dead King's Horde. A crew, dog. We have like a small nation-sized space in this pyramid. We can just drop off battalions with this sucker. Just now, uh, <laughs> just like I mean, seven hundred soldiers just on the that's battle. You're not idea. wrong. That is a hundred percent accurate. Yeah. So I'll spend I'll spend like forty-five minutes getting a bunch of people in the pyramid and then teleporting to the various locations that we like know that we need soldiers. So I'll like. Yeah. I'll set up the battlefields that way they can start the siege um, of Wisteria Vale before we get there, mm -hmm. because that's the one that they're going to have the most amount of people defending. So I'm going to get the army on that real quick, and then I'll and then I'll teleport back. So you've got a bit of time. Absolutely, uh, very nice. That's a great idea. As soon as Abathy leaves with my wallet, apparently my wallet, yeah, your uh, mystical spectral wallet. Cather's just like. I'm sure it's fine. 
I'm, he's gonna come back. He's, I'm sure. he's gonna come back, right? He's, he's not gonna just gonna back. leave us, right? Right? Again? Right? He's just and he's like looking at the merchants who are just like, I don't know, I don't know the guy. They're like, I don't even know. <laughs> They're who like, that guy he's was. your comrade. You don't they know. Come on. He kidnapped us. We weren't here to begin with. We don't even know where <laughs> we are. Yeah, Catherine just like, like looks at the merchants and for the first time realizes, hold on, who the heck are you guys? Get out of here. We were told there was going to be free food, so we just came. Like, we don't really know why we're here. Like, um, we're going to do what he asked us because he's pain, but, like, it was pretty rude of him. Um, but then, uh, Cather will kind of go to the rubble of his tower. Uh-huh. Um. Rubble moment. So, so destroyed. Yeah. It's just a pile of rocks. Yeah, and he'll just kind of... tell me he starts, like, and kneeling and door. it starts raining... And like the lighting gets all dramatic. Um, that's up to the DM. Uh, he he he'll poke around the rubble a little bit, but I mean everything is destroyed and gone. And plus he didn't have much there anyway. Um, mm -hmm. and so after a little while he'll just kind of like kind of walk around and just kind of sit, uh, and kind of like lean just against one of the walls of the keep and just look out over the cliff and the ocean, and. Uh, is just kind of just in his in his hand, just kind of playing with the um, carving, the lantern carving attached to his sword, the hilt of his sword, and just kind oh. of just kind of rolling it back and forth across his of the side of his finger with his thumb, and just kind of thinking to himself, and just continuing to reminisce and kind of about the conversation he just had with Edward. And just thinking back to this whole journey that he's been on and the emotions, even if some of the memories have, have been lost or were taken, the emotions, the feelings are all still there. And just this understanding and this kind of weight of, you know, this bond that he has with all these people, even if, even if they're gone or even if they're far away or and unknown lands, you know, he, the bond is still there. The journey has still happened. And for the rest of his life, he'll be kind of cherishing this, this adventure that he's been on, even, even with the ups and even with the downs. And finally, just thinking about going to Wisteria Vale and what needs to still be done and, and thinking about Atrocells and thinking about you know, how long they've been separated and how long she's been imprisoned. And and just this tiny momentary seed of doubt that creeps in before he tries to push it away of just hoping that she is still the person that he thinks she is. And that she is still okay. And that when it's all said and done, they can still be together. And just thinking about what Abanthi mentioned of looking to the future and wondering, wondering how much of a future he even has. And hoping that he will still get to live out his, the rest of his life still performing the duties that he has but getting to be himself again 
and just kind of sits there for a while before eventually regrouping with the others. By this time, Abathy's back and he'll toss through the pyramid. He's like, ah, I bet you thought that I abandoned you again. But let it be known that every time I've abandoned you uh, beforehand was not up to me. I had forgotten who I was. So you mean the one time that you abandoned us in Pandemonium? Yep. Right. Super sorry about that still. Feel kind of bad about it. But, you know, I'm trying to recover really who I am at the core of my being, like we talked about. So kind of trying to... Feels like there's I'm, quite I'm, a bit of that kind of going results. around, you know? A yeah. Decent well, amount you know, of soul things, searching. People do a lot of thinking when they're on the verge of death. Yes. It's, it's a strange conundrum. Um, I, of course, having conquered death, will probably never have that happen again. But uh, well, here you go. Here's your pyramid. Thank you. And uh, here you go. I suppose that means in a thousand years, the two of us can still share a cup of tea at some point. You're absolutely correct. I have a feeling I will uh, probably somehow manage to outlive you, and I don't think you can die either. But I'm confident in it. Well, so it's not so much that he can't die; it's just that he gets keeps getting like spit back onto material plane. <laughs> yeah, every single time some trouble starts up and you show up well, on the material plane. So it's there. like the nine hells are just like repulsed. Like they keep just throwing them up. They're just like repulsed by Cather. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, that's going to be a problem when he, you're at my he, wedding. He has he has the uh, the respawn hack activated, yeah. you know, yeah. after after 10 seconds. Like you know, he, in one piece. He's got the mm -hmm. revive, revive fruit. Yeah. Yeah. The, the recall potion in Minecraft. That's right. So it's in mods. It's not in the. I thought, well, see, I thought you were mixing up like Terraria uh, no with that because <laughs> needs to be with Edward, correct? Yeah, Edward's got one more thing to do. One more. Which he does. Uh, so I, in my mind's eye, in your mind's eye, Nefendil is probably staying in her room still since the keep is like half destroyed but my side is fine she I, honestly probably went home what do we mean by home because i'd like to, to talk to her athala okay for the for the sake i could i could visit her or something i just gotta talk to my mama you you can you can go to athala it's really yes. easy you can go to athala you have a teleportation okay, awesome. that puts you like four blocks away from your house that's exactly what i do great um yeah, so Edward will do that going so as to Athala. you go to the teleportation circle, you arrive in Athala, you see the city's pretty busy actually. There's a lot of soldiers, lots of armor. There's They're armamenting the city, um, and so they're arming the citizens, uh, whole nine yards, doing what they need to do. Um, but it's funny because you can't help but think back as you approach your house and you have all these soldiers around you, you can't help but think back to when you had to uh, escape your own house with Havel and he was in the middle of flirting with your mom. Mm -hmm. Good old and all times. That Edward stuff. laughs at it now. He thinks it's so ridiculous. You're going to walk up and you're going to see Havel sitting in your living room. I, would, oh, I don't uh, even know what I would do. Edward! Um, oh my gosh. Bet you thought I was dead. <laughs> yeah, so your mom just, I've been living in your house because no one's been here, but then your mom showed up and you really hit it off. That's so messed up. <laughs> anyway, you uh, <laughs> you go to the mansion. Yeah, Edward will kind of hurry. Also, I'll I'll point out that like Edward has the 
the estate itself isn't actually finished. That was like one of the last things Edward was getting to. And uh, like the estate itself, especially, is a little bit in disarray. It's not quite like nice. Yeah. Still plastic um, on the, the furniture. The, the, the basement isn't, sure. isn't finished yet, you know? It's, it's a little home alone parts of it like there are parts of the estate that are like still like broken and like not fixed and stuff like that um but there are some parts that are fine and so just as pretext because that's important so edward finds his mother uh he walks up to the estate um and he kind of walks through and he knows where she would likely be staying Mm -hmm. and um outside the door um he starts humming a tune that she used to hum to him mm-hmm. it goes something like this i guess Something like that, you know. I wish and... that I knew what you were gonna hum, so I could like start joining <laughs> you, because she will do that as well. As you begin humming it, she will start humming and join in with you as you approach her. Hello, mother. It's been a long time since I sang that for you. It has. I didn't want to startle you. I had to make sure you knew it was me, and not some one who walked in through of the, you know. Ajar walls. <laughs> man, not some horns. You know, tiefling man who's and oddly handsome. Devilishly yeah, handsome. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, don't mind me. I'm just a pretty tiefling. Uh, quite a suave <laughs> debonair. That's a throwback. There you go. Mother, I've... I... It's, it's nice to see that you've, you know, started to stay here. I'm sorry it's not finished well it was more done than where i was staying before so well, that's a good point that was better no plus this place doesn't have dragons attacking it that was that's true i'm so like, sorry we didn't know i would have done something i would have told okay. you it's it's the nature of having my son be who he is yeah well hopefully that's going to be done soon the dragons and whatnot but well, the dragons it's fitting that you're here because i i have something i i have something to ask you I've right. I've spoken with Sam and this might come as a surprise to you because it wasn't what we were originally thinking but I think we would like to live here at the estate I, okay. I think we'd like to to finish it um, finally and well after you know we defeat Clovar um, I I was wondering if you could stay with us here. Uh, uh, yes, of course. I mean, it's it's your house, and so I'm happy to stay here if you'd like me to be. Otherwise, if you two want your own space, no, you know, no, it's important I, I, for a young couple to I want you to have time. Here. Especially, it's I mean, not that. you guys it's... are gonna have like 14 kids, so like I don't know. That's a bit. You know, of a, that's a lot to ask. Uh, I need to talk maybe, with her about just, it. Like really insulate the we walls. We haven't. Okay. Well, we'll get to that. And 
Anyways, you're right. This is... If you want me to stay here, I would love to stay with you. It's good to hear. You know, I... It's funny. I, I haven't really... I never really expected to think I'd live here again. To be honest. I never really felt like... It was mine. Uh... I'm, I'm not who I was when I was, when I lived here and, well, you know, it, it wasn't ever, it wasn't, I don't know how to say it. I, I guess, I guess what I'm trying to say is I, I owe Newgate a lot. I, I owe, I owe dad a lot. I mean. He shaped who I am. He is the reason I have been able to do what I can do. But also, I think he owes me. I think he owes me a lot. I am Edward Nibley Fellows, son of Newgate Fellows the son of Nibley Fellows. And at this point, my name has become far greater than theirs ever was. I would like to return and claim my inheritance because Newgate Fellows forfeited it. I want you and I to stay here together and for the first time, make it our home. Okay. <sighs> you know, you could go talk to him. I don't know. Obviously, I mean, it's entirely up to you, but like, it seems like you have some stuff that you might want to get off your chest, you know? Um, so if you want to talk to him, you're welcome to do it. I'm not going to force you or anything like that. You're a grown man. But as to what you're saying, this house is yours. To do with what you want and to build the family that you want. I'm happy to help and to be here as you do that. Thank you. I am curious as to what's going to happen to the keep though. Are you guys going to rebuild it? Or is it just going to become some dungeon for future future adventurers to explore? The home That's of the lich. His name is Abanthi. <laughs> I have a feeling that Abanthi has some plans. As for Newgate, I don't have the time, to be frank. Maybe after. I'll think about it. But I, I better go. I They will be leaving any moment. I, I just, if we win, I, when you win, I wanted to be here. Thanks. You got this. Edward will, like, uh, open his arms for a hug. Him and Nifendil aren't traditionally very... It's intimate, very formal relationship. Absolutely, she uh, and so she'll stand up and just 
kind of come over and awkward Voldemort give hug. you a, a little hug, a little awkward hug. Mm. And then Edward will kind of like back up and straighten up and, and bow slightly and be like, it was an honor. <laughs> um, what? <laughs> okay. It, it's tradition. It's what they've always done. Okay. Thank you. I think. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then, and then Edward will leave, go back to the homies to finish this thing once and for all. Apathy sees him and he goes, Edward, uh, how was your conversation with your mother? Did it go well? Actually, it went very well. We'll Good. be staying at the keep. Or not the keep, sorry. Our estate. We'll be That's staying nice. at our estate. Although You'll that is a good question, though. I mean, I assume... I guess, I mean, I don't know what you guys want to do with the keep afterwards. I feel like it'd be, it'd be a good idea to repair it, though, right? I mean, I, Edward, you could do that in like a I day. I mean, my right? workshop is down here, so I'm still going to be using that. Well, um, Abanthi is still the, you know, head... Had the, the groundskeeper of the you project. You can just yes. use your fancy little creation thing that is fully rebuilt, can't you? I suppose that I might not be able to do all the magics required. I mean, but can't you just fully create things from your imagination using the creation well, spot? Yeah, or? but you know, it might be worth keeping around somebody who knows how to do magic. Uh, you might have to. Well, I mean, know, I'm sure Lesh is He's asking you just... to rebuild the house so he can keep up the maintenance with it. Leshka just. They're saying like the same reads. Thing. So I'm sure that, that actually is true. I, I'm sure Leshka, I mean, he has helped you us a lot. I feel this. like he, he talked to me about an application for promotion. I think if this goes well, I think we it might be worth considering. We can we can promote him to sub manager. You know, after we after we defeat Clovar, let's say we all revisit back at the keep and we decide what we want to do with it. Right? I think that that's, that's a good, a good plan. plan. Yes. And, and, and we'll Edward. Edward, I'm glad that you went and spoke to your mom, to your mother. When when I was a boy and I left home, I don't have many regrets. But uh, not saying goodbye to them was a a mistake that I made. So I'm glad that you did not re repeat what I have done. And your mother is a, a kind and and wonderful, beautiful woman um, who deserves yes. who deserves uh, a good send off. And I just want you to know that uh, if you fall in battle, uh, okay, okay, I don't want you to worry because I will make sure that your mother is all right. Why? Oh, thank you, Abinthi. Abinthi. That's very kind. I'll take care of your mom, Abinthi. I'm grateful I didn't repeat that. Yes, uh, yes, Gavin. You, you're engaged. It's an open relationship. Okay, that's not what he meant, his mom is still I, th I think though. based on that response, that's 100% what he meant. Oh, good. Well, I mean, but his mother is well, a married woman, I too. Well, now I surely we would have a lot can't to talk die. About. I surely can't die with that. I'm on, sure that she has plenty of good advice. Don't worry, Edward. I will Edward will be on the verge of death, and instead of his life, before, his life flashing before his eyes, it's the future of Abanthi with his mom, and he's like, nope. Nope. No, it's Abanthi <laughs> fathering. It's Abanthi being his like stepfather. You're, yeah, your stepdad. Where where Abanthi's like Edward, like Son. whatever. <laughs> yeah, Edward's like no. Edward, this you can't clean happen. your room. No Ed matter what, Catherine, Edward, don't let me I've die. This can't you. happen. Edward, if 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 I 
I will use all of my power to make sure that you are for sure the one that comes back alive. Thank you. And, and you don't have my blessing, by the way, in case. Oh, I've never cared about the gods or blessings. That is true. Anyway, we should get started. I already sent the troops there. Um, yeah, what's so they your, should be what is it that you siege. did with the pyramid? I just I just rounded up a whole group a group of chosen fighters. I stopped by Athala, picked up a few. Um, I even uh, I briefly went to hell. So there are a couple of, of fiends in the mix there. I'm hoping that goes well. Um, don't worry, I dropped them off on the other side. So if they if they want to get to the humans, they have to go through the bad ones. Um, right. I grabbed a couple of uh, of old friends from uh, the plane of fire. Um, you have old friends bounced, from the plane I of just, fire. Well, most of them are enemies, but I had to have a couple. Um, but yeah, so I have no idea what it's going to look like down there, but I'm sure that they've already started. And then uh, hopefully that distraction. Uh, I also I contacted Tavut. Um, and let me tell you, that old girl's a real jailbreaker. So I, I put her on the job of, of seeing what she can do about a, your significant other. Um, so Thank you, if Abby. she can get to the door, really? she's better than I am at, at, at jailbreaking magic when it comes to actual physical locks and bonds. She's been teaching me a lot. Um, so... We'll see how that goes, uh, but we should really get going and see if we can deal with um, Clovar before things get too bad. Does that sound just about right? Is there anything else that we need to do? Anything else that we need to say? Uh, well, now it's as good as a time as any other. I mean, considering. I <laughs> Kiyomura comes rushing at this point and he's got he's fully like donned in armor and he's got like a handful of like a sack of snacks and his like three quarter three part staff just kind of like tucked under his arm and he's like we're, we're leaving right i i mean absolutely did not forget that you were a part of this at uh, all uh, we were just waiting for you Abinthi, i suppose my only thought would be uh i gave away my helm of teleportation right yes um if you if you happen to have any spare magic items that you thought would be helpful you know i'm open to suggestions otherwise all i really you're down a you're down a, a, a allotment otherwise uh, otherwise uh, i mean i have like this like ring of, of of it's called the ring of the ram like i can like push someone away and deal some damage but it feels kind of weak for like what we're going up against or i have this cloak of fire resistance that havel made me ages ago all right so here's my question dm uh-huh uh, -huh. uh Abathy, without a doubt, has been forever making things for the group. He knows yeah. all their measurements. Uh-huh. Yeah. But he doesn't want to bring it up because he feels that it's overbearing. Okay. I don't have it on me right now, but could I make an item for him and then for the fight he'll have it? Sure. Sweet. I go... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've dreamed of this day. There will never be a moment where you have looked better. All right, than then. In this fight, you what? have no idea. I also did you know that canonically, out of all of the people we know, you have the largest bust size. <laughs> 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 
Oh it, was, my God. it was absolute hell trying to craft this to fit around any part of you. But we got there, everybody. Oh my so let it be known. Well, oh my gosh, that's amazing. Um, thank you. You're welcome. Now we should go. I'll give it to you mid-transit. Right. Love it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so I'll line up. Uh, we to cue the All right, dope everybody, it's time, it's time. Everybody we cue the dope remix song for you guys to dawn. Oh, 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 oh. Should I turn it down? Yeah, yeah, no, no turn it up a Drew, little cut bit. the turn music, Drew, cut the music. Okay. It's gonna go away soon. Get on it, get on it, DJ. Yeah, DJ, over. Oh, oh, I'm supposed to be doing this. You guys... Wait, 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 wait. Ready, ready, ready? All right, okay, ready? All right we got this. We rehearsed yeah. yeah, it. Yeah. Is that at a good volume? Is that a good volume, Drew? A little, yeah. a little more, yeah, actually. A little, little bit more. A little bit. Okay, as long as you can hear DJ. Okay, ready? Here we go. You guys go back to your respective rooms. Each of you don the armor that you will save the world. Grab your weapons, your armor, your magic items before reconvening as your teleportation circle or wherever Abanthi wants you to meet. And with that... So you guys are going to teleport to Worcester Vale, right? Yeah. Yes, we do that. That's yeah, we do that. That's amazing. Uh, I thought you were going to end the nah, session. No, 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 no. Yeah, oh, I should have done that. Oh my gosh, could you imagine? Oh my gosh. I literally thought you were going to go like, and with that, we will end tonight's session. I was like, it's all right. You did good. Oh, that, uh, it's okay. It's okay. It's a real we, missed opportunity. We, right can, we can end with us, you know, going to, to the place. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah exactly. We teleport to a stereo. Yeah, that's basically how I feel. With all that being said, you guys get ready to get make your way to a stereo veil. And with that being said, <laughs> we're going to end tonight's session. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So much for watching. Um, hopefully, <laughs> next week it. we'll be live. But there's potential for us to have to do a pre-recorded episode or something like that. So hopefully there's an episode next week. If not, we do have a little bit of time. But there's only a few more episodes left of this whole campaign. We're getting ready for the big Bro. guns. So insane. So all of you guys that are up to date have been keeping up with it. Thank you guys. We appreciate you mm -hmm. hanging out with us. If you're catching up and you're just getting to this point, hopefully you're able to catch one of the last couple of episodes before they, uh, they go live. And uh, for those of you waiting for the podcast, I will end the YouTube. I, I, I will have some real amount of time this week. I got Let's some, go. I got some decent amount of prep work done last week on the podcast. I should be able to, uh, get some get some good progress on that. So by I'd say Thursday will be podcast will be fully fully up to date, and uh, everybody can enjoy the finale. Same with the YouTube this, this week. Yeah. Without anything left for us to say, right? There's nothing else left. Come back for table scraps. Yep. Scraps. Thursday, I should be available. Um, Somewhere between 1.30 and 3.30 is our start time. You'll know for sure if you're in the Discord. I send a message that says when, when I'm going live and stuff like that. So 
be there and I will be talking about this episode and plans for the future, what all we got going on, what we think is going to happen, what we're excited about that has happened and what the thoughts going through our heads, some of the behind the scenes process as well. It's a great time over at Table Scraps. I'm often joined by Drew or another cast member and we talk it out. Have, have a, a grand time. old time. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. With all that being said, good luck and Godspeed Dungeoneers. We will see you next time. Have a great rest of your night. So long. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you for watching the Paper Dungeon Podcast. For more content, check out our YouTube, Twitch, and TikTok at The Paper Dungeon, or check out our socials on Instagram and Twitter. For fun D&D talk and updates on the show, check out our Discord. With all that said, good luck and Godspeed. We'll see you next time, Dungeoneers.